Welcome everyone to episode 463 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. And I'm Tito. Tito, thanks for joining me. We are going to be talking about The Last of Us Part 2. Uh, we were supposed to do this last week, um, but for reasons that I will get into during our weeks, I uh, wasn't able to last week. So, um, Tito, do you have anything you want to tease uh, for later on in the episode, other than obviously we're going to be talking about The Last of Us Part 2? Um, I guess the Steam... I guess Steam's doing their summer sale stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I've bought a couple games, Witcher 3 and Dishonored 2 so far. Okay. So far. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Good good pickups. Um, yeah, I, don't, I mean, I've got uh, a lot of stuff to talk about for my week, uh, obviously. And then uh, we'll be talking about uh, some streamer drama. Uh, I don't know if you've heard anything about uh, the Dr. Disrespect stuff and yeah that's there's been a reckoning it seems like going yeah. on so we'll talk a little bit about that i mean we kind of have to speculate a little bit but we'll we'll talk about that uh some ninja has streamed on youtube we'll talk about that um and then you know the usual stuff so uh well let's get into the last of us part two so i will say that i am not actually playing the last of us part two I am watching a let's play on my the YouTube channel that I watch, which is Zach Scott Games. Does lots of different let's plays for lots of different games. Uh, him and his wife are doing Last of Us Part Two. They did Last of Us. They did the first one many years ago uh, when they played it together when, when it came out. So she's she's uh, you know tagging along on the on the let's plays for for this one. So um, so that's nice. why I'm watching it. I know I uh, Rachel had uh, messaged me feedback last week and uh, asked what, where I'm watching it. And that's, that's when I meant to messenger. I will, cause I don't know if she's going to listen to this, um, but I'll, I'll fill her in. Um, that's my favorite YouTuber that when we, my whole family watches his stuff, obviously not the last of us because it's not really family appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> so what, that's what, what was his name? To be left out. Zach Scott games. All right. Gotcha. You're, you're such a youngster watching games instead of playing them yeah i know it's 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 kind of weird um but i think i think in this case it it worked out for me um would that be gen would that be millennial or gen z or whatever i I always don't know the names that they give all the different generations because i think in our 30s we wouldn't necessarily be that generation that watches it's the younger crowd the much younger like my nephews yeah yeah they they definitely watch more like like i said my kids watch that's what they watch because he he tailors his commentary to the game rating so we know like if he's playing mario odyssey he's not going to say anything bad you know gotcha Um, so that stuff's all safe and then obviously his commentary for last of us is a little bit more uh explicit just language he uses he doesn't say anything horrid you know um but yeah yeah that's definitely a younger thing um but i think i think it's 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 fairly popular amongst people our age because i like i whenever i tune into a twitch stream people are like oh I'll, you know i'll watch tim the tap man at work or i'll watch uh dr lupo at work you know i have that on in the background while i'm doing my mundane job so i think it is becoming more prevalent amongst people our age um and then like i said in my case this is not a game i was able to play so uh i figured i might as well watch it so for sure yeah yeah, and I mean, this is a game that works out for that, too, as well. So Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, without getting getting too much into it, I mean, my my experience with the uh, the first one was largely uh, disrupted by my not really liking playing the game. Um, with my personal preference being playing shooter type games on a PC with a mouse and controller, 
Uh, I, I had trouble shooting things and aiming and all that stuff and, con and control with the controls. Uh, so that definitely dampened my experience with it. So here I can just watch watch it being played and not and not struggle uh, with that sort of stuff like I like I definitely would be um, just watching it. So. But yeah, let's get into it, Tito. Um, well, let's give everyone an idea how far along we are in the game. Tito, you go ahead. So I have beaten the game nice. and actually, uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well um, I beat it a little while ago too. So, okay. um, I had, I had to kind of refresh myself on a couple things, but, um, I, it took me about 40 hours to beat. Oh, okay. That's, 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 I think, um, is that like the, uh, story plus on, on how long to beat time? It, I think like, nor, like average is around 26 hours or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, and I, I, I mean, I for these kinds of games, I'm, I'm, I'm checking every nook and cranny. Yeah. So. Yeah, and this one, I feel like, especially you have to, you, you have to do that to survive. You know, um, watching it, like, there's not a lot of ammo around. You'll get a bullet or two from, from a corpse. So, you know, you have to make do with some of the other stuff you find and making Molotov cocktails and, and bottles and bombs and stuff that you craft. So you really do have to check every nook and cranny for things. You know. Yeah. How 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 uh. Or how far are you again? So I'm about halfway. Um, okay. We're, we're, I should say, too, this is not going to be a non-spoiler discussion. We'll maybe talk about some of the events at the beginning of the game. Um, but we are going to have a spoiler cast once I am done watching, which should be probably within the next week. I've, I've put on a pretty good pace. Um, but I'm at about, about halfway through. Um, I'm where Ellie meets, starts coming across the scars. Gotcha. Yeah. So. I, I'm, say no more say no okay more. yeah <laughs> I, 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 yeah i'm uh I, I i'm i'm estimating that's roughly halfway through the game so yeah um uh, based on because uh zach scott had just just finished the his playthrough like maybe two or three days ago i'm on part 13 and he's got 23 or 24 parts and just based on the time it's it's roughly halfway through the game from what i got gotcha so. Yeah, so I was thinking about uh, how I would do this, making sure I don't spoil too many things. Mm -hmm. um, I'll make sure. I, I think I got a good grasp on how I'll talk about this. Um, okay. Kind of avoiding plot stuff, but just talking about the game. But uh, but but yeah, well, like you mentioned, um, I think it's ideal to at least talk about some of the beginning. But uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, no spoilers. So. Yep. Yeah. Right. Well, let's. Uh, well, I mean, let's talk about the story like how it how it starts off and uh and then we'll we'll talk about some gameplay stuff okay yeah i can so do that because um, you you're you definitely uh probably more well versed in the in the world and the story than i am gotcha so the events take place about four years after the first game mm -hmm. um and life for the most part is pretty good in jackson wyoming i think is the state yeah i think i think it is that's what i gather too yeah, so, yeah, you start off with Jackson, Wyoming. And then one of the things that I was kind of surprised with, and this really isn't a spoiler, but just, like, how early in the game you play several different characters, um, yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, so I, th I thought that was kind of kind of strange uh, at first. It kind of it dawned on me, like, three hours in. So you start off with Joel, who's in the game, of course, um, and then you hit, you pretty much will play as Ellie, for the remainder of the game, but then they introduce another character named Abby, who you don't really know what's going on with her, and she actually has a crew with her, um, just outside of Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, and part part of 
part of the beginning of the story is kind of trying to find out who these people are, Abby and her crew. Um, and you play a little bit with her. Um, so that's kind of how, you know, the game starts you off as is introducing these characters, kind of reminding you what what happened. Uh, Joel talking to his brother Tommy about what happened at, at the end of the first game and then just following along with Ellie in her kind of she she's grown up. Yep. She's in her late teens, I think, 17, 18. Yeah, I don't know. that's what it seems like. Yeah. Uh, and she's she's very different than yes. the first game. <laughs> she's very different. Um, she seems a lot more jaded than she 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 was kind of hopeful in the first game and, and definitely not in the second game. She's yeah. And the first game, by some of the stuff she's she's seen. Yeah. She's cracking jokes in the first game. She has her joke book and all that stuff in this game. I mean, she's I mean, she's hardened. Uh in some ways um she, she's just not as fun honestly yeah, yeah. Uh, but i think that's kind of innate i think that's part of the story that they're trying to tell and yeah. it, you know without going over too many plot details i think what this story i think it's safe to say what this story is about is um let you know learning to let go empathy and practicing perspective mm-hmm. um i think is a good kind of what are the themes that they explore in this game? Yeah. Um, and I'll, I'll, I'll say about that much, but essentially, you know, shit goes down in Jackson and, you know, Ellie, along with her friend, love interest, Dina, um, uh, and Tommy decide to, um, you know, try, try to get back at these people who attacked Jackson for the most part in, in a way. So, um, and Joel's not able to help, so you know you don't worry about him while you right. guys are able to to go after them. So, and and from there you go into Seattle where you follow th- this group, and most of the story takes place in Seattle. Uh-huh. So, um, I think for the most part, plot wise, I think that's safe enough to to go over. <laughs> yeah, you don't don't want to don't want to talk too much more more about that either. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I thought um, I. Some I wrote some ba- basic thoughts here about like my experience playing the game. Uh-huh. Um, overall, I enjoy I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I like these type of games. Yeah. You know, um, I know some people have have trouble. I know like you guys, Corey and I think Eric. I can't remember if Eric enjoyed like these Eric, kind of stuff. Eric games loved or it. Eric yeah. Okay. So he it. he loved it. Yeah. Um, I I've just never minded these stealth games. Um, I I like the tone. I like the realism that Naughty Dog goes for. They they're uh-huh. so good at it. Um, and it's very much the same, um, but the graphics are so much better. Um, it's kind of night and day, honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't think so at first until I saw comparisons with with the PS4 Pro version or the PS4 version of the first game uh-huh. compared to this game. Um, the lighting's beautiful. It's much more organic feel in terms of yeah. the, the design. I wanted to talk about the animations too. Like all the character animations yep. are unbelievably good. Uh, and That's, just little things like when Ellie's crouched up against the wall, she'll like she'll put her hand out on the wall. It's a little thing, but it it does that much more to draw you into to what's happening. You know, uh, just the, the movement of the characters. It's all the mocap that they did is incredible. And, That's and their well, M.O., well man. Done. Well they're done they're the that. best at it. Yeah, it's, they it's pioneered great. that. In my, I think they pioneered that started back in the first Uncharted game. Mm hmm. Like they developed that whole studio and actually use the actors who do the voice to actually act out the, the, the blocking and everything. Yeah. And and they have a lot of like if you go on YouTube, they have a lot of videos about all that through throughout their games that they've done. And it's actually 
really awesome. Yeah, I watched um, one about it about about the dog that they mo capped jumping <laughs> jumping over stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, no, they they're so good at it. Um, let's see. Uh, I played the game uh, in a lot of different spurts. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I I think I beat it over the course of two weeks. I had a tough time. Um, I had a tough time playing it for long sessions. I don't. I'm not exactly sure why. Um, which I thought was kind of strange. Maybe some some real life stuff, but like sometimes it would be kind of hard. And yeah. as a result of beating it, I I had some problems with the pacing of the game. Okay. Personally, so that's probably like my early do you knock th- on it. Do you think that might have anything to do with the need to search every nook and cranny, and that that slowing things down a little too much? Uh, pot. Yeah, possibly. Um, if you're sometimes you can kind of tell in in their set pieces that you shouldn't really be worried about looking for things right because you know it kind of breaks the immersion mm-hmm. like if you're if you're trying to go after someone you know because there there are a couple chase portions in the game it's like well don't go checking doors and stuff if you're trying to you know go after someone right. obviously kind of you know and sometimes you can kind of pick up on like okay there shouldn't be any collectibles along here because a lot of the times it's just me wanting to collect you know the the little the, collectibles the, that they the have in the game cards yeah yeah the superhero <laughs> cards um but yeah that that might be one reason um also i think it it was just my fault honestly i i think i i would just get like i'd play it late um work was really stressful just in my own life uh and and so i'd get really tired and the, what really sucked is i ended it really badly where my very last play session ended up being only a little over an hour long and i was like oh my god i was that close to the end i should have just finished it oh, the, yeah. the night to, before you know to it, have it felt more weird. emotional emotional impact yeah just like for it to be so short like my last play session it, it felt kind of weird and and that's mainly my fault but um so yeah I, I i think i think though in general there is a pacing issue with the game though in okay. terms of the story just the way the story's structured yeah um and if, if if anyone who's in the middle of playing it might might know why that might maybe i don't want to get into it too much um but i i think that kind of it makes the game feel longer than it really is because I was eight to 10 hours into the game and I thought I was nearing the end. Okay. And then it turns out, Oh no, you're not even really halfway through. Right. You know? Um, so I was like, Oh shit, there's a lot more to, to this game. Yeah. Um, I picked up on the, on the pacing a little bit too, only because the, when I was watching Zach Scott's playthrough, he would always apologize. He's like, look, I'm sorry. I have to keep, but he had to keep looking for things in order to survive. And I feel like that's not as much of an issue when you're actually playing the game as when you're watching it. Cause you know, that, that part, those parts got, you know, got a little dull. Luckily the commentary is entertaining enough that it's, it's not a huge deal for me, but I, I, I did pick up on that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think from there, th- those are like the, some base basic thoughts I have on it. Um, and then I, I'll, I think I'll go into, one thing I wanted to touch on, I'll go into like some of the the accessibility features of the game. Uh, then I'll go into the gameplay and what's the same and different in terms of mechanics, anything new they added and what they kept, uh-huh. and then uh, kind of the performance of it. Yeah. Um, but the uh, one thing I loved, and I wish I had found out about this earlier, um, is that what they do with the difficulty setting is actually really cool, where instead of just an overall difficulty setting of, you know, um, the, the basic is moderate, um, 
you can actually pinpoint specific aspects of the game to change the difficulty for. Okay, I like that. So, like, say you want, like, everything's fine, you don't want to make the enemies harder, but say the resources are actually, like, you're always kind of well-stocked and you kind of want to make that more of a challenge, you can actually just focus on that and change the difficulty for just the resource and inventory and all that stuff. Oh, cool. Um, or say you do you you can change the difficulty specifically on like the enemy site, uh, the, the enemy weapon damage and, and their health and stuff like that. Or you can change the difficulty on just you yourself alone and not anything else. So it, it actually lets you pinpoint specific aspects of the game to change the difficulty for. Oh, cool. I, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't aware that was there. Yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't seen that in a game, and it's brilliant, honestly, because I was 30 hours in, and for the most part, I was having an easy time. Um, like making sure I was well stocked because like the way I played it was very stealthy where I really only needed to fire my gun when I really absolutely needed to. And I was caught, you know, or something, which was kind of rare. Um, so, so I'd come across all the, these resources that I just couldn't pick up because I was stocked. Um, and I remember thinking, man, I'd love to like make this more of a challenge, but I don't want the fights to be harder and, and then make the game frustrating. Right. Yeah. And, I could have done that. I could okay. have done exactly that. So, so just anyone who's playing or thinking of playing it, just just know that they actually let you pinpoint specific things that you want to make harder. Yeah, I, li- awesome. I like that too because you know that if you just have one glaring weakness in, in this type of game that you're playing, you could just uh, accommodate for that to make it yeah. a smoother experience. You can make yourself stronger and make uh, the enemies easier if you wanted to, or make them harder and make yourself a little weaker. However, you want to play with the balance, and then also with like you know, how much ammo you'll come across or resources. You can change that specifically. You know, it's great. I love it. Um, um, do we know? I I never even looked this up, even though I should, probably should have. It doesn't support keyboard and mouse, does it? Oh, I don't know. I'll look uh, that up while you're talking. They I might. They it, do. I, don't, I don't think it does, but I, I want to check anyway. I wouldn't. Uh, I'm not sure. They do have a, a crap ton of stuff in terms of the... Uh, settings that you um, like colorblind or or like if you're hard like anyone that's disabled in some way um, they have a lot of great features for to make sure anyone can play this game okay that's cool. um, which is nice um, but you can't change like any of the resolution or any of that stuff that's just kind of set like uh, when I, I, I didn't in, see anything when I put in does the last of us Two support the first thing that came up was keyboard and mouse that's funny What's the verdict on that? It seems like uh, says you. Can I'd be use... surprised. I would be surprised too, because I, I know Xbox was doing it for a while, but it's only a handful of games. Gotcha. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like the game does support it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So that I just want to touch on that. I thought that was really cool. That is. Cool. Um, the graphics that we mentioned. Uh, the, I mean, there are portions where the game borders on photorealism. Yeah. Um. It, specifically when it when when you're outside in nature the trees the fo- the fo- foliage um i always have a hard time saying that word um but the detail was pretty stunning early on in the game like i'm riding a horse through this forest like as you're entering seattle and i i just kind of had to stop i was like oh man the light because i i mentioned this in a few previous episodes where like graphics haven't really gone anywhere and the key is really nailing down the lighting and the color palette in this game is lighting and they they did a really great job. Yep. It, it it looks fantastic. Um, the color palette is so much more realistic compared to the first game. Um, so yeah, the the graphics are great. Um, and then I guess let's 
let's go into some of these gameplay mechanics and design. What's what's different? Um, they've added the prone position. Oh, I didn't know that was different from the from the. From yeah, the you, in the first game you couldn't uh, lie down on the ground. In okay. this one you can't. So in the first game you could just crouch. Uh -huh. um, it, so first of all, the game's very much similar in terms of you know playing the game yeah. compared to the first one. It you know there isn't really that much difference. Um, but yeah, they, they've added some, some minor things. So it's very, you know, from a purely game perspective, it, it's kind of the same. Mm -hmm. uh, the crafting works exactly the same. Um, the ingredients are slightly different, um, but overall what you're making, I think shivs really aren't a thing in this game um, no, for the most Ella part. seems to have a knife all the time, doesn't she? Yeah, she has a knife. So you don't, the, the shivs gameplay thing with Joel is, is out. You know, they don't really do that, um, kind of. Um, let's see. So they added tall grass, medium grass, you know, as like while you go prone, you can actually hide. And if you wanted to, and I've actually done this, um, you can like take people out while just hiding in the grass yeah. and it's kind of hard to see them, but it, it's kind of nice. Um, but that would just kind of break immersion for me a little bit too. Cause I was thinking, well, why aren't they going prone? You know, the enemies, yeah, cause that would yeah. be, oh my God, if they, if they added that in the AI, like the minute you shoot, you know, and yeah, it goes up yeah. like everyone gets down, you know? Like, yeah, that would be like, that would be real hard. Yeah, that it, it would be kind of interesting, but it might be too difficult. Yeah. Um, but they do have um, like the scars you mentioned are a type of enemy, um, a group of people that like they do this whistling thing. Yep. That's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's like it's their own weird language and you want to know yeah. what, it, what it what it means. It doesn't sound human, kind of. I mean, yeah. it, you know, it's it's humans whistling, but there's there's something about it. They did yeah. a good job of making it kind of unsettling. It's very, yeah, it was very disconcerting. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of cool. Um. Let's see. Aiming is still hard. Uh. That's you know, <laughs> again, that's what that's where I would have an issue playing this because you know it. As much as you try to do the stealth stuff, like I you you I would screw it up, you know. Yeah, and yeah. And then, then when you have to start shooting things is where that's where I lose lose it. And it, the, the the again talking about Zach Scott, but he he says the same thing. He's like, I wish I could play this on keyboard and mouse. It would be a lot easier because he, especially at the beginning, uh, before you start powering your stuff up, had a lot of trouble with with aiming and stuff. So, yeah. Oh, that that reminds me too. The upgrading the weapons and all that stuff. I would. Uh, it's it's the same. You you gather weapon parts, and when you find workbenches, you can go ahead and. Uh, I, I like how they made all that stuff kind of quote unquote real, you know, yeah. like the vi you know, vitamins are like your RPG system of yep. like they upgrade like your character. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so I would, like you mentioned, I, I would focus on any of the stable stabilization mm -hmm. upgrades for my weapons. That's what I would focus on first just to yeah. kind of help help with that. But honestly, I don't even think keyboard and mouse would help that much because I think it's by design that like, you know, even trained soldiers, you know, officers, any anyone like it's not easy to really pinpoint headshots or take out their legs or, you know, any of that stuff. Yeah, but and, you, ha you haven't seen how bad my aim is with the controller. Oh, gotcha. It's, gotcha. It's, yeah. it's embarrassing. Um, Yeah, I like if I play this game in keyboard and mouse, I would still have um, a tough time with, sure. like really nailing because you really do want to get headshots as much as you can. Like yep. if you have a bow and arrow, you can it, it th there's an increased chance for like get getting that arrow back if, you, if it was a headshot you know that kind of stuff incentivizing yeah. good accuracy um but like they just make it so that you kind of sway and there's a little bob with your aim and you can fix it you can hold your breath there, there is that stuff but it, it it's meant to be difficult 
right. um, which which I'm okay with. I just there were there were times where I'm like, I, I wish I was just like a badass that was just like popping people's heads off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very um, satisfying those headshots. Yeah. Um, let's see. They there isn't, and I I had to look at some other reviews to see what other people were thinking about the game because you you can kind of play this you can approach this game differently. You know, like I had a friend who played this game where they were barely doing any combat. They wanted to try to complete levels without ever being caught, uh-huh. um, which I thought was interesting and kind of like to me I felt felt like that would be kind of boring. Um, right. I I try to play these stealth games like without ever getting caught, but like taking people out silently. Yeah. Um, that's how I like to play play something like this. Um, and he, but he loved it. He loved doing that challenge of like okay. just not getting caught like a ghost. You that's know, interesting. Just being a ghost. I, I never would have thought you could even play it like that. Yeah, no, you absolutely can. Um, it's very. I would imagine it's very hard though, because yeah. like they do a good job with this game compared to the first. Is the like the design, like the rooms, the one it's it's more open there's yeah, more there much more open, more open space. areas yeah a lot more open space especially at the beginning of the game like i think in your first day in seattle there's actually a cool it, it's sad that it wasn't that way for the rest of the game it's really only that section but for a good eight hours like you're you're in this area where like you have a map of this section of seattle and you can actually pick the buildings you want to explore almost as if they're like little dungeons yeah or whatever and you don't have to do them or not but you know like if you do this dungeon quote unquote dungeon it's not really a dungeon but um you know you'll you might come into some enemies and then at the end you'll get some prize or something and that's about as open as the game will get but for something that's so linear that feels very open you know what i mean um and it was a welcome change compared to the first game um it it feels so much more organic in terms of the the design and yeah. so i think it was what's what's the youtube channel i think it the youtube channel skill up they made a, this a, a really good point like if you go back to the first game it's so video gamey on in some of the areas that you get into like when like especially at the beginning you go in after this character and there's like these really very clear like okay this room you are you will have a gun battle you know right. and there's like crates kind of set in a way that's like not really real and it's purely like, oh, this is so you can hide behind. Right. And this game, there's barely any of that. It's all, it feels all very organic in terms of like th- this cover. You have cover here because it's a sofa right. and, you know, 50 years after the, you know, quarantine or whatever, how many years it's been. Like it, it there's none of that video gamey feel. It, they did a really good job of making these buildings make sense where you're at makes sense. You know, like the crumble, like the, the broken walls are your cover, like it's not video gamey. Yeah, I got the impression with this one too, they did a better job of making it so that you use the resources and abilities and uh, items that are available to you in a, in a much more creative way than the, than the last one too. Uh, because, um, because it's more open and because it's more organic. Yeah, know? like you can, like, I, I never, it was like, it would it would be normally hard to use trap mines, but in this one, I, I've used them more than in the previous game. Yeah, I never used um, anything like that when I when I played the first one. Yeah, and I wish I, like, it, it well, it, it comes back to that creativity thing, like back with Zelda Breath of the Wild, yeah. where it's like, I see all these people doing cool things, and a lot of times it's just like, you just have to make yourself do them. Yeah. Because otherwise, you it's so easy to resort to just playing any kind of third or fourth person shoot or third or first person shooter the same as like, I'm just going to shoot my gun and kill these people or like stealth kill. But it's like, no, use your tools and they do get, they do give you different options and how you want to approach, you know, like 
I, I would find when I would check every nook and cranny after killing everyone, I'd find all these like secret passages or like a crack in the wall that I was like, oh, like, and it started making sense when my friend told me like, oh yeah, they, they really do give you options. Like, okay, if, if you're, if you're good enough to spot these early on, you can like bypass a lot of these enemies and mm-hmm. get the one up on them. You know, like they, they give you a, a bunch of different paths. Um, from a vertical standpoint, I don't know if it's more vertical than in, in the, the first game. I'm not sure. Um, there, there, there is, you know, instances where you're, you'll find yourself like on a higher level or, yeah. you know, they're above you or below you, but, but yeah, I just w- wanted to point that out. Like it, it, they, they did a really good job with the design. Um, it feels very real. Um, and it, and you don't really notice it when you're playing it until you, you see the comparisons between the first and second game and they're night and day in terms of like, it's kind of comical how like it's like you can see the the game designer on his computer placing the blocks in the first game of like okay this is how yeah. the gun battle will go or whatever yeah. and there's none of that in this game no um which, which was nice um there's some new enemy types i wanted to go over quickly there's a shambler um which is an infected type of um enemy that's just big bloated thing that uh sprays out i thought so this was a thing that kind of bothered me i thought like it does this weird aoe explosion of its body where yeah. it looks like a lot of dust turns out it's actually a- acid. acid yeah yeah um i missed that part because uh, at one point um you know there's like other characters around you uh, other humans not infected and you know they'd be hit by these attacks but they're not like going infected or whatever and i was like well wait a minute what's going on here um that confused me for for a good while i thought it was like a weird like they just got lazy with it or something mm-hmm. but no it was actually acid so shamblers, they dogs are in the game now. I don't think they were in the first one. Um, yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, so dogs are a new enemy type, and they're interesting because they can scent, uh, they can c- catch your scent. So that kind of the idea is you can't just sit in one spot, you know. Yeah, and pick people off. Yeah, um, or even sneak around. You know, you got to be careful and try to try to lose the scent because they'll pick up on you trying to sneak up on on other people. Yeah, and so that you. In my experience, when I was playing it, I thought this was going to drive me crazy. I thought it was going to ruin the game for me when they introduced dogs because they they go over that quick tutorial of like dogs can scent, you know, like catch your scent and they'll start following the. And I was like, oh my god, because I take my fucking time playing right. <laughs> playing this, you know, and I I could tell I was like this is meant so that you just can't take your sweet ass time. Um, but honestly, like they weren't really an issue the rest of the game, so it didn't. Luckily, it didn't ruin my experience of it. Um, that, and that's actually kind of one. Were, were they just in that one part? Hon- yeah, honestly, that, that but also like it, it's one of my complaints where like it felt like they would drop something like things that they introduced, they quickly would drop. OK, so like the dog scent thing never really came into factor after that. Okay. And I don't know. I imagine like if if you enter an encounter, like if you enter an area and you're, you haven't been caught at all yet, the dogs won't really use the scent thing. Uh-huh. It's only until like you get like someone gets a glimpse of you or like you they notice someone's around that the dogs start to try and attract track okay. you. So if you're very careful and what I would do, I would usually go after the dogs immediately. That way I didn't have to worry about them. Right. Um, but if you're a dog lover and I remember Eric yeah. mentioning this in one of the games, I forgot what it was, uh, because my friend uh, loves dogs and he had such a hard time yeah. with killing a dog <laughs> because the noises they make like. He was like, I had to use like my bow or my gun to take him out quick because like, y- you know, you can get in melee fights with him. And he was like the squealing and the yeah. yelps 
would kill me. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Watching, the, <laughs> watching the let's play, uh, <laughs> Zach Scott and his wife, they, they killed the people first and the dogs were just walking around in circles near the dead people, just whining. Ooh. Oh. Like, we they had to take care of them, you know. They had to get oh, rid of them because otherwise, you know, the dogs would kill them. So it was, yeah, that that was a tough, tough. Situation. Yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up too. The AI uh, is a bit better in the in the. I had a problem with the AI in the first game a little yeah. bit. Um, this one's better, and they added some those nice moments where, like, if you kill someone, like, and someone was nearby to see it or something, they'll they'll yell out the name of that. Yeah, everyone has person. a name. Yeah. So every person has a name, and like that you. Like you, you kill someone and you hear their partner be like, Rachel, you know, or something. It was, it was just like, oh God, like, you know, they had a relationship or something. They, they were, they were friends that like, you know, and you're taking out these people, um, which kind of ties into the whole, like everyone has their own perspective, their own story, you know, mm -hmm. um, everyone's going through their own little story and here you are, you know, killing someone, but in someone else's perspective, they're, you know, they're trying to also survive and stuff. So yeah. Um, that, I thought that was a nice touch, um, it, cause it always kind of, it, it surprised me when I first heard it and I noticed it was a thing that they really focused on. Anytime you would take someone out, they, they scream out their name, you know, or they say no in pain or whatever and like get angry or something. So I thought that was nice. Um, yeah, they, they do a pretty good job too of like, uh, sort of realistically surrounding you, uh, and, yeah. and, tra and trying to flank you, uh, if they can. Yes, yes. In the first game, this drove me crazy where I remember I, was, I think I was trying to get a platinum or something. So I'd already be in the game and I was doing this level trying to like not get caught. Like it was just a challenge I set for myself. And so I was in this level for a very long time, but I was fine with it because I really enjoyed the gameplay of it. And I noticed oh, after after like an hour that the enemies would just start to slowly, they would all creep unknowingly they just magically kind of knew where you were staying oh really and so i tested it where i went to the complete opposite side of the the room and sure enough like everyone has their own route route but they would somehow just find themselves exactly in, in the 10 foot area that i was in just huh. but e e even though they didn't know where i was yeah. and in this game there isn't any of that bullshit so that was nice yeah um um what, what else did i want to talk about Oh, you can break windows. That's introduced in this game, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of like a puzzle mechanic, you know, um, like some of the puzzles is, is mainly finding, you know, the normal like here's a room with there's probably resources in it. Figure out how to get inside yep. so you can break uh, windows. And then there's a lot of safe, safe vaults to find. And, you know, you, you some of the puzzles is just finding the combination to this safe, which is pretty easy. It's not you know, it's very basic. I think one of the complaints I heard was there's there's less puzzle solving elements in this game than compared to the first, mm -hmm. which I, I guess I, it's hard for me to remember, but I wouldn't really argue that. I think that yeah. might be true. So, okay. Um, yeah. Some of the, the enemies though. Uh, yeah. They're like the, yeah, they're, there's really not much new enemies. It, it's the dogs. And I think yeah. there's two new infected, like one, one, oh, one of the other infected is, is a fast type infected that yes. infected that you can't hear. Yeah. Um, so they're silent and your your sound sonar, you know, vision that you have yep. when you go crouch. So um, but other than that, there's not there's not much to talk about that. And one of my gripes with the game was that the infected, the whole infected aspect of this game feels like an afterthought. Um, like they didn't really play as big a part of the story. And maybe that's by like, 
I mean, if you think about it, maybe it makes sense because they're they've been living in this new world for so long that yeah, they're probably running out of humans to convert, right? I mean, well, part of that, but then also it's almost like infected are just another animal that's just been around the world for so long because like after right. decades of living with infected, it's yeah. like it's a new normal, you yeah. know? Huh? What is, that sounds familiar, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I mean, it was kind of a gripe I had, but I can kind of see maybe like, well, what what would they do else like? You know, like when you're when you start the game off in Jackson, it's kind of like as much of a cush like uh, a comfortable life as you can have in this new world. Um, the only added thing is like they have these patrol routes to clear out infected when they spot him, and apparently there's 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 even they talk talk about migrations like the affected even have migration patterns supposedly that deal with yeah. the weather yeah. that Tommy mentions, which I thought was kind of interesting. Them trying to explain you know that whole aspect of them. Yeah to explain like why are infected showing up when they you know they just walk around like zombies but it's like oh they apparently have migration patterns or something like they're a flock of birds or something um but yeah i mean that it, it, i guess it kind of makes sense but it, i just kind of it dawned on me halfway through the game where i was like oh the infected don't really matter anymore yeah. like they honestly don't so yeah they're they're too much of a fixation in this world at this point it's yeah like the there's it's kind of like it's like seeing a squirrel yeah. you know it's yeah like, yeah, yeah exactly uh um i mean do you have any questions in terms of uh, i don't know what else to talk about i no, guess I, mean, I think i think you covered it pretty well uh i did want to talk about and without getting into spoilers i wanted to talk about um the the review bombing that's going on what's what, oh, what, okay. what do you make of all that i mean having having perspective of having played the entire game um so it so it's tough because I, I I want to talk about the like this game is meant to talk about the the story you know yeah, like yeah and that's where I felt like a lot of the, well, I guess not totally. Part of it is the story that they have with like how Ellie is. And I will say like, and this is easy to say because it's not a spoiler or anything, but like none, none of the characters honestly are that interesting, mm-hmm. you know? And that that is kind of like, it, it's it's tough because, I mean, all I say is like there, there's some validity, validity to the review bombing, a little bit, but I, th- I think it's just people being silly. I think it's a right. mix, you know? Okay. Um, I mean, if you didn't like the first game, of course, people are going to play the second game, and if they're a reviewer with a YouTube channel or something, they're going to make a review, and guess what? They're going to bomb this second game, but it's like, well, if you didn't like the first game, yeah. but, like, woohoo, of course you're not going to like the second, you know, like, right. there's that, but some people had, like, issues with, like, the writing of the characters and their decision-making and stuff. Some people complained about plot holes, and when I found, like, when I try to find examples of those plot holes, it turns out, um, and may- maybe there are, but their examples weren't examples of plot holes. Gotcha. <laughs> like, so that, someone that was like, "Seems to be the case. Like, the whole plot hole thing is just it, for everything is just way, way over, way over." Yeah, long. it's like, well, first learn what plot is, and then yeah. come back with that exactly. example. <laughs> like, because I got uh, a lot of that with with Game of Thrones. You know, the, yeah, the, yeah, just everyone uh, saying everything is a plot hole. It's like, oh, come on. It, I, th- I think a lot of it has to do with uh, that one. It, it's a mix of like you, they want to. I, I I don't think this game is a perfect ten, and so anyone that gave it a perfect ten, you know, of course people are gonna go crazy because right. they want to, they want to bring Naughty Dog down because sure. it's like, oh, Naughty Dog always gets a perfect ten on their games. Um, I would say this is a good game. I give it a B plus. You know? Okay. So I, like, it, like 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 if you had to rate it like eight eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, yeah, 85, 88, you know, something okay. like that out of 100. Um, 
I mean, may, maybe a little lower, 81. I don't, I don't know. But it, it's it's not the magic. Like, for me, the first game was really only mag- magical is the wrong word, but because of that ending. Right. Of the okay. first game. And the discussions that it let, like, it was not anything I've ever seen in a TV show, in a movie. Yeah. No one has the balls to do that kind of ending in their story. And of course, you're not, you're, to do that again in this in the sequel, which one people didn't want a sequel for this game, like people yeah. who loved it. I don't think this needed a sequel. Yeah. You know, I know Eric is in that camp too. He said, yeah. he said they should just let, left it alone. Yeah, no, or or Explorer, like he had mentioned at one point too, explore a whole totally different group yeah. in this universe. Don't touch on Joel and Ellie anymore. Just right. like do another game if you want in this universe, but just don't do it with a different group of people. Yeah. And they honestly, they kind of do in this game. They right. kind of do. Um, which leads me to thinking like, oh, I wonder what if they do a third game with this other set of characters, um, which would be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, the, the review bombing, I think uh, it, it's tough to say. I, I, I do see some some issues with like the story. But I think also when you start to make the complaints of like, oh, no one in the game is like you could. One of the complaints is you can you can replace any character, you know, with someone else in, in this game. And it's the same story. Right. You know, because Ellie is not enjoyable to play as. She's not. She's totally different. She's just a moody, kind of like angry. You know, she can't let go of this pain that she has. And she's suffering from PTSD or something and all this stuff. Um, but but like and that's what some of the complaints were like the decisions she's ma- she's making in the game doesn't make sense to her character and stuff. But honestly, like if you know what the story is and what's going on, I don't think it's so far fetched. It doesn't seem doing. it to me so far. I mean, yeah. I'm, again, I'm only ha- about halfway through. I don't think anything she's doing seems unreasonable. I mean, and, I, and I think this is just a nature of living in that time that type of world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like brutal. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone's kind of like looking up, you know, for, for one, their, their family, their new families that they have. Yeah. And, you know, if you mess with them, well, you, that's, that's the, like, I mean, that's the entire first game it, to a T, you know, like, like that's, that's what's important to a lot of people, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is, yeah. Family, even if it's not, well, I would say the, the first one, family. I think the first one has more to. Yeah. Yes. I feel like, though, the first one, the first one was definitely a more personal story. Yeah. Um, with Joel specifically and his yeah. daughter yeah. that he loses. Um, and I guess this one, I mean, you could say like this one is kind of the same of like personal stories, but everyone's personal stories. Everyone has a story in this. It's not just you and your lane perspective. Like, and I think it's so relevant right now that with what we're going through mm-hmm. it's like. You you need it. Everyone needs to practice some empathy and some perspective, yeah. you know. Yep. Um, and this game explores that, and it does a, honestly, it, it did a good job of that. Yeah. Um, and but that's kind of leading to what people didn't like about the game, which would be kind of a spoiler, so we can talk about that later because I, yeah. I don't want it. I, so. I don't know. I don't know if I mentioned this, but we we are planning on doing a spoiler cast. Um, yes. I'm hoping within the next week or so. Uh, I don't know if we're going to have it as a full episode, if we're going to have it have a like a post script to an episode. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping to finish the, the let's play within the next week and, and, and we will have a, a spoiler cast because I'm very interested to see what's happening in the rest of the game. Uh, I know there was a lot of ha- hatred poured out for the voice actor who played the Abby character. Um, so stupid. Laura Bailey, which so I find to be absolutely vile and ridiculous. I, I didn't even bother reading those. Like it, it didn't one. It didn't surprise me, which is sad. Yeah. Um, but two it was just so like, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. I almost want to believe like it's it's not real. Like, yeah. It's not actual real people doing this. 
But then yeah. I'm like, no, it probably is real people doing this, and it's sad. Well, I feel like we'll reach a point where it's it's kind of both, where it, there is a manufactured like it's so like you know whether it be bots or something or just people knowing that they like having fun on the internet and they can get enough people to join in like oh let's just manufacture this hate because it's so easy to do. Oh Goodness. God, it's ridiculous. Um. Yeah, yeah. One thing. So a, a couple of things I'll finish off touching on. Let's see. They they, they do. There's some flashbacks. Uh, oh, there's some really one of the. Oh, here's a highlight that I liked in the game. Um, and I think they the, took a the museum. Page. Yes, I, I like that. I like that. That you, was you, awesome. <laughs> well, not just the museum, but they they have several like a, like three. I think they had the yeah. aquarium. Yep. They had the the space, the dinosaur. Um, and I feel like they took a page out of Division Two. And uh, because Division Two, I felt like pioneered that whole thing of like, oh, let's design levels in museums and you know historical like you know actual landmarks and stuff. Um, which whoever thought of that should get a raise. That's it's so cool, and they did a really good job of that in this game. It, it's yeah. it's just kind of cool. Um, that part was and, awesome. That yeah, was, the story that elements to it was so, was so cool. Yeah, very awesome, very cool. Um, and there, there's a few. There, I think I think there's. There's like three instances of that, which are which are really nice. Um, and I think that's kind of part of the story in terms of because in this game, more time has passed and you see nature reclaiming more like yeah. it, it's almost like nature is back at the top of the food chain kind of yeah. thing mm-hmm. a little bit. And the na- nature includes the infected. They're just part of nature now. Yeah. Um, but also like it, it's saying like what we've lost in terms of human history, like he- here are these landmarks of human knowledge and history that we've accumulated that are now abandoned, um, you know, grass is growing, like foliage, you know, it's like covered, like nature's reclaimed them, like what we've lost in this old world. Yeah. Like, I felt like that was a good way of saying that, like, yeah. you know, visiting these abandoned museums and stuff that have so much knowledge that it really just doesn't matter. And it's a whole new world now, you know? I yeah. That was really cool. uh, an interesting thing uh, to piggyback off of that. An interesting thing that Zach Scott and his wife were talking about is that how much interesting history happened you know, after the the fall of society uh, between these different groups that also didn't get recorded, you know, there's, oh, yeah. there, there's all the histories of all the different groups and how they interact and probably ones that maybe smaller groups that are out in the middle of nowhere that probably had some interesting history. That's just just gone, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, that's that's a good point. I, I always like that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's super interesting. I will say that there's so many notes in this game. Yeah, there is. So many artifacts and notes. It, it kind of was like I'm a collector, and you, know, you can obviously ignore that stuff if you don't want to really, you know, bother yourself with it. But honestly, every gamer, or gamers like try to collect this stuff. You, you can help it, but check every cupboard. You know what I mean? Backs anytime you note or one is like who who the hell is carrying pen and paper on that often, especially in their last dying breath. You know, like you know, just like when you start to really, you know, like this is stupid to do, but I for fun I just started over analyzing this stuff. Like, who is carrying a pen and paper? Getting shot and the journal entries, or like I don't know many people who do journal entries just in general. You know, yeah. and it's obvious why that would be in the game is to tell the other story that right. you cutscenes for, obviously. But I just thought it was, it was like, oh my god, there's so many artifacts in this game to find. It's insane. So yeah, I just want to touch on the museum thing. It was awesome. Um, yeah, they explore some flashbacks and stuff. Abby like the Hulk. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had to re-examine my personal biases toward this, 
And I was like, you know what? I, I was in high school. I remember the female weightlifters, and they were pretty. So yeah. I think that's that's part of the hate she's getting. It's like she, it, it is borderline how huge her arm. Is. Yeah. Like she's built like an ox. Um, and I I mean over time I just to it, but I just thought it I couldn't help but like gawk at her. Jeez, this girl lifts. Yeah. And on on kind of explaining this. There's kind of a reason for that um, later on in the story that you'll see. Not, not they don't play it out. It's just like by nature of the world. It's like, of course, like her group, they do combat training, they have a weight room. Like, and, yeah. you know, and she's angry. So she's going to be lifting. She's going to get. Um, but, it, but it is kind of funny. Like, oh, my God, it's like the Hulk. Like, it's kind of crazy. Um, it, yeah, uh, I would give 81 to an 88. Good game. You know, it's I, I I'm not like I love it. You know, I had mm-hmm. those pacing and stuff. I didn't love it, but I, you can there's something in it to play. So awesome. I really you really enjoy the first. Okay. Yeah. Um. I I mean I'm enjoying my watch watch through so far. Uh. I I probably wouldn't have enjoyed it as much if I had to had to be playing in my the control thing. Uh, I just I struggle in general and, and and with the controller is is just a very very uh poor skill of mine so, yeah. um i have a name i know the ps4 controller is capable of that um no they yeah they don't they don't incorporate that kind of aiming but they do have i forgot to mention they have the they do use the type that in one is playing the guitar which i thought was cool you can play the guitar. I was kind of like, well, I wish I could enjoy that more. I have no clue how to play the guitar. Um, but yeah, they, they kind of have like a, a whole little system around those, those videos of people putting like their songs that they like Someone did Johnny Cash's, uh, what was that called? That famous song, Creep. Okay. I think it was something I forgot what it was. Um, anything else in the guitar, which Mark, I thought was Mark Hopkins. Yeah. Um, I have that in um and either that's part of the disability um features that they have is okay um if you want to which i thought was cool. um yeah oh and, and uh but yeah that's my review with last and then i wanted to ask you to the sound still handling i bought a new mic because yeah. my audio quality in these episodes is still going it's yeah fine. it sounds sounds great for some okay. reason, we're dropping a lot of frames on the uh, on the stream. So, gotcha. to finish the main segment. I'll maybe I'll start it and see if that fixes it. Because I'm just... uh, I'm not even streaming my video here. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited to get off and and uh, see what the what the what the deal is with 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 the So as 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 of what I've seen so far, there's uh, no justification for that and the hate. Uh, yeah, I like to enjoy a game. Just yeah. give your critique. And move on. Yeah, don't like threaten uh, the game developers no, or ridiculous. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it's, some of them have never even made the game. So, oh yeah, or let no talking about. Right. I tend, I tend to the benefit of the doubt when it comes when it comes to like I mean everyone has the right to to critique you know give criticisms on something. Yeah. I you know like the thing with you know TV show writing, movie writing, like, or the, just the production, the, the production, the amount of work that goes into stuff one is a lot of writers really smart people 
a lot of writers like you know they're from Yale, Stanford, whatever you know that matters. But like there's writers' rooms. There's like so many hours, months. He's like going over every small detail of story, and then play it, and then their hours they immediately get their thoughts. Sometimes you just like need to like I'll give the benefit of the doubt that maybe I don't understand something I didn't catch. That's why I like to watch a lot of these analysis reviews yes. or analysis videos on YouTube where you gain a greater appreciation of something that you that you were never to catch. Yeah. You know, if it was someone much smarter than me to like point out, hey, here's the cool thing you probably didn't notice foreshadowing that took place or this cool little parallel, you know, thing that they did with the story. You know, like Game of Thrones was a great example of that. Like even in some of the bad episodes, there was still really brilliant writing yeah. that I I can't can't help but feel like most never caught it, and here they are like shitting on this thing, and I'm like, you spent two hours this thing, and they yeah. spent two years, you know, like you know making it. Maybe you just didn't catch something that maybe you'll actually like it after the fact. You sit back and think about it. Yeah. But that's not to say you know, if you didn't like something, you don't like it. Yeah. Um, that's it. Okay. Yeah. As I said, we will do a special cast at some point. Uh, like, so hopefully, yeah, me neither. I'm very excited to to, to finish up the, the story and really really enjoyed the story so far. Definitely. Yeah, the the real reviews for this type of game, especially a Naughty Dog Last of Us game, it is in in going over what actually takes place. You know, yeah, the the, the character, the quote unquote development, the arcs, uh, the decisions, the uh, that you know, I I. I love talking about the first one in Jill's decision. I, I love the episode you guys did yeah. where like two of you guys didn't even play the game, but like you had a lot to say on like, you know, Jill's decision. I thought that was, that was brilliant. You know? Yeah. So, oh, if, so fun. Eric played it. Corey, Corey played half of it. Of, uh, the, the first, first one. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Watched, watched YouTube. And then watched the, I remember he actually took the time to see the, the movie yeah. version yeah. on YouTube. And then I don't think, did will play it i don't remember will play i think he oh i don't know no i was gonna say i think he played a little bit of it but actually don't i'm not sure yeah we'll have to check with him yeah anyway all right let's get into nibble bits the whatever issues the stream was having are now gone so uh i I guess we don't need to take a break Uh, we were just dropping frames randomly i'm not really sure why but it's it's fixed itself so so hey that's a good thing um so let's get into nibble bits news. Uh, I'll start with the first one. So I guess this happened about a week ago or maybe two weeks ago. Uh, Dr. Disrespect was randomly uh, uh, banned from Twitch for good. For good. After having just signed a, a few year contract with worth several million dollars. Uh, there's been no official word yet. Um, and it's a for like permanent. Ban. It's permanent. Yeah, he's yeah. he's he's done for good. Um, there's a lot of speculation that it might have something to do with, um, some of the me too stuff that's been happening in the game industry. A lot of, a lot of, uh, uh, streamers and stuff have, uh, streamers, game developers, uh, um, industry people like, like journalists and stuff have, have come under the, under fire for, for their poor behavior. Uh, so some people think might, might have something to do with that. Uh, some people think it might just be a really intense contract dispute. We don't know there's there's just speculation out there at this point there is a handful of people that apparently do know uh, but they're not allowed to say anything so 
That is interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I'm I'm just interested to hear like what <laughs> when it all gets. I mean, out I'm not gonna lie. I never I never liked Doctor Disrespect. No, I never watched him either. The only time I would see him is because I watched Tim the Tapman stream occasionally, and occasionally yeah. he'll play Warzone with Doctor Disrespect. So. And yeah, and it's it's not because I know him or have seen any. Of it. It's just like every time like. I only hear about him in these situations where he was banned <laughs> yeah. for like, you know, and, for and just in the bathroom. Yeah. And just the way he looks, he has the, like the mullet looking hair, yeah. which seems fake. I think that's a wig or something. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't. It's uh, it's, it's definitely a character. Yeah. Right? Like his whole character, the sunglasses and yeah. the mustache. It's just like, yeah. he doesn't seem like someone I'd want to hang out with. At all. No. So maybe he's a kind hearted soul. I had no idea. Wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't though. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's, like I said, all sorts of speculation. We'll keep you posted if, if and when we find out anything about that. <laughs> yeah, um, I don't like him for purely superficial reasons. <laughs> just because of, of his face. Yeah. Um, and then along that, along those lines, uh, Ninja started streaming again a couple, two days ago, I guess. Uh, on oh, YouTube. well, that, that ties into the Mixer is done. Yeah, Mixer is done. Do, I don't know if we covered that or not. But yeah, I don't I don't think we yeah, just out of the blue, very little like even with the their 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 streaming uh, partners, like they barely gave them notice. It's just literally like, oh, we're done. We're not we're going to close Mixer. So that ties into the I think because I think wasn't Ninja on Mixer. Ninja was on Mixer. uh, Shroud was on Mixer and King uh, Goliath, Goth Lion, Uh, Gothalion. Gathalian, thank you. Yeah, yeah. He, he. They, those were the three like big ones that that came over from Twitch. Um, King Gathalian. Yeah, King Gathalian. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get that wrong every time. He did move over to Facebook gaming. Uh, Shroud, Which I feel bad. I feel yeah, bad. For. I, I know that stinks. Um, yeah. Shroud has not made any indication, as far as I know, of where he's gonna go. Uh, Ninja has not signed an exclusivity contract, but he has started streaming on YouTube. I don't believe he's going to go back to Twitch. And when he bad, bad blood. Oh, is that really? They have bad blood. Yeah. Cause uh, what happened with his channel after he left it is, uh, apparently someone hacked into it and was like putting, put like porn on it. Oh, damn. So, and, and they, they didn't catch that like fast Quick enough. <laughs> so, cause um, yeah, especially cause he's, he's definitely like taking care of his image and trying to like be more, uh, PG friendly. Yes, definitely. Stuff and everything. Um, what was I going to mention? Um, I do feel like, oh, so when, yeah, when Ninja went on YouTube to his first stream of YouTube live stream had a hundred thousand viewers. Yep. Uh, I checked in cause I just out of curiosity, I, I checked in, uh, he was playing Fortnite with some of his, his buds. Um, and yeah, there was 130,000, I think people watching him. So he's he's, like, he's probably gonna do all right. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely gonna do all right. Uh, but as I said, I I I believe what I read is there are, like, uh, streaming companies are trying to like sign him to an exclusivity deal, but no, nothing on that as yeah. yet. I do like the so I don't watch too much streaming. There's some people that I'll watch, but I don't necessarily like them but they're yeah. you know they're entertaining however those three guys you mentioned shroud gathalion and ninja are are pretty likable i, I yeah. you know i've never had an issue with their character you know at least their on-screen persona like they seem like pretty cool dudes yep they're not uh, yeah i've I only recently started watching more twitch uh or like you know streaming uh, i started off watching ninja when i started playing fortnite just to learn how to play fortnite better 
And uh, but now I, I usually watch Tim the Tap Man. He's he's a pretty pretty cool dude. It sounds he's familiar. From, he's from like an hour and a half north of me, which I oh, okay. find found out much later. I'm like, there's like fa- a famous Twitch streamer that lives like an hour from me. That's so yeah. weird. I get, just get, assume no one lives it near me. Yeah. You know? No, I know what you mean. Gathalian and his, his little group, like I think uh, Professor Broman is the other guy he he plays with a lot, and they mm-hmm. they did a lot of Destiny. So that's how I got to know the, those guys. Okay. And they're from Tampa, Florida. Oh, really? Or, or at least they live in Tampa. Yeah. And there's actually a weird, like, uh, there's another guy to uh, Giggs, uh-huh. who's, uh, who's like, name. yeah, big Halo. He used to be a big Halo professional player, and now he does a lot of Destiny and stuff. Giggs, he, I think he also lives in, I think he lives in Tampa as well. It, I, I was just, I thought it was weird, the number of streamers, like, actually doing really well. Yeah. that live in Tampa for whatever yeah. reason. Like, they're a small community. Like, they started convincing each other to, like, move. Like, hey, be my neighbor and stuff. So yeah, that's awesome. thought that was kind of funny. Um, Where was I going with that? I don't know. But, yeah, I I've, I have been watching a little more uh, streamer stuff. Um, so it's it's been interesting to, to kind of follow. Because that's only, like, a recent thing. I never I never really was into that until until recently. So, yeah. All right. Uh, other news i wish i had i felt like, like there's been a good number of news the past couple there has, weeks, but it's I been just, so long is the i haven't tracked it i made the mistake of not tracking this stuff yeah, so i feel like there was one other big thing that i wanted to cover uh oh, any pokemon news nintendo has announced a new live stream for tomorrow it's not a nintendo direct but they'll show off a couple titles as part of its nintendo treehouse live broadcast which is scheduled to begin tomorrow that's big news I didn't know that was happening. Uh, tomorrow, seven ten at ten a.m. Pacific, so one Eastern. Nice treehouse. That's that's that. They'll probably have some announcements there. Cool. Um, I guess uh, other some news. I th- I think I mentioned this to Steam. If you're big into PC gaming, this is that sale. This is around the time where those sales are taking place, and it's been hitting me been hitting me so there's, <laughs> there's some good stuff on there yeah adding to the library and, and, and you just hope you get to those games at some point like luckily like um and, and i'll talk about this and what, what what i played um did, like i i touched on some witcher 3 and dishonor 2 and all day i've been playing dishonor 2 instead of working like i should nice yeah that's a fun game though yeah excellent i, I never got around to the second one so Okay. now i can uh yeah i mean let's get into our weeks i don't i don't really i'm sure i'm missing something but it's not nothing's jumping out at me at the moment so uh so how's your week tito or weeks it's been a couple weeks since i last talked to you um my week has been all right uh work's been annoying i didn't do much for the fourth of july either then again i don't think most people did um uh let's it's just, it's really just been working learning how to cook just continuing with my cooking adventures nice uh kind of nailing down that perfect steak um but that um honestly work's just been kind of brutal in terms of these so i i, I in case you don't know i work in post-production and mm-hmm. it's been fun with the new workflows and working from home trying to do post in hollywood um from everyone's homes and all the editors and producers trying to collaborate without actually being on the one, the same building and two, the same shared storage, like actually working off of, you know, 
you know, one massive hard drive. That's how most post works is that everyone's using the same assets on the same hard drive that, that they're connected to. Mm-hmm. But if everyone's at home, how do you connect to the same assets? And, you know, the logistics and all that is, has been very not fun to deal with. And also just the insane delivery schedules of trying to like Nickelodeon is one brand that I work for work with sometimes. And I mean, you're trying to, you know, shoot something and have an episode ready a week later is pretty insane. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's, that's kind of the, the normal now in the, in the digital age, you know, wow. especially when you're trying to compete with streamers and stuff like that, that they do all their own work and, you know, and they're trying to get some of that, that cash and stuff. It's, it's, it's interesting, but it, it's just been a headache, honestly. So that's what I'm dealing with. Oh, that sounds rough. Yeah. But then again, I should be grateful because, you know, I'm still working. Still, so, right. Yeah. It's hard to manufacture motivation being home all the time, too. Oh, oh, yeah. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, man. So true. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky that, like, I don't, I don't work, work from home, but, you know, I'm home all the time because I, you know, stay at home parent. And, there's just days where I look around and there's stuff I should be doing or need to be doing. I'm just like, Oh, I can't just can't, but you know, I don't have to worry about like getting in trouble for not, (laughs) not not getting my work done. You know, it's just, I can't imagine that. Yeah. The, my, my, my struggle is just making sure I don't, uh, don't fall into a rut of like, just not, not having good, uh, habits, Right. Of, uh, you know, like, okay, stay productive, you know, like exercise, I'm not doing any exercising, right. you know, and what sucked is I was before the, the, the first quarantine in LA mm-hmm. hit, I had been, you know, finally joined a gym and was kind of not going very often where it was like really helping me anything, but Hey, something's better than nothing. So yeah, at least absolutely. two times a week I was, you know, going to the gym for an hour and stuff. And since then I have done no exercising in four months. So yeah. I feel like anytime I try to do something like that too, the universe just hits me with a, a sack of bricks. Yeah. Like know? like a pandemic. For exactly. <laughs> like it, it just something comes out, comes out of the blue and just disrupts whatever. Yeah. Whatever was going oh, on. You, you're trying to be healthy. No, yeah. you're going to be stuck at you. home with, with all those sweets in your fridge. Mm-hmm. No, I know, I know what you mean. Okay. Anything else, Tito? Uh, in terms of the week, um, I'm trying to decide I mean, I guess this isn't so much the past week, but like what I'll be doing for the next couple of weeks is I, I want a vacation and I should like, you know, uh, we're going to have a memorial for my grandmother that, you know, had passed away a few months back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as much as I'd love to be there, you know, in Florida, we're getting that second wave. And now it's just like, uh, maybe yeah, it's Florida's not a good tough. idea. So, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I guess everywhere now is, is, is yeah. kind of not looking great. Um, but you, you get to a point is like, should I just like my, my friend posted something really funny on Instagram where she, she was going back home for the 4th of July weekend. And so went, before she went to LAX to fly on the plane, she was in full hazmat. Oh, really? Full with a sign, a written little piece of paper taped to her chest that gave like, you know, I am going back to see old relatives. This is why I'm dressed this way. Gotcha. <laughs> like, just so like, don't a, even talk to me about it. I yeah. I was like, it. don't dude, like, it seems weird. Well, here's why, you know, yeah. and I'm like, Oh, maybe I should do something like that. Yeah, like, absolutely. So, but yeah, that's what I'm thinking about is I, I like to take a vacation and then hope, you know, hope 
as much as I'd love to be there, if they're going to live stream the memorial, maybe it's just safer to stay home. So right. I'm trying to decide what I want to do. Okay. But that's about it. All right. Anything else? Nope. I think that's that's pretty much it for me. And, you know, it's been... God, I wish I could tell you the fun adventures I've been having going out and about in L.A. <laughs> but honestly, everyone's kind of... Hunkered down. Yeah. Or, well... I don't know so much if that's the case because there were times where I was driving around and, you know, some people are trying, like some people weren't meant to be holed into their apartments. Yeah. They, they just God bless their souls. Like they can't do it. Like they are outdoorsy people. They need to be out or some people who I don't really care for that much really miss clubbing or whatever. And I was just surprised at the number of people that are, if there are out, they're not wearing their masks and I'm just like, all right, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, uh, I feel like I was kind of made for this though, being a severely introverted person who likes to stay home anyway, hasn't really changed my, you know, my, or my household's, uh, day to day all that much. Yeah. No, I, I was loving it at first too. Um, I wish I could enjoy it more if, if uh, work wasn't as annoying as it was right. being, Right. but, but it is, it is nice where like, it, it's where I have to be very active at work right now. We've kind of t- my, my, my team has taken a more like we're kind of tech support at this point because now it's in the hands of editors to be their own assistant editors and all this stuff because like, you know, we can't work in the same, right. you know, like I was explaining on the same storage and all that stuff. So it's like having to teach them how to do all this stuff, best practices. So it's kind of a support role, which does give me more time to kind of take a back seat and, you know, keep an eye on email while I watch Netflix or something. And nice. honestly, it's kind of nice. Yeah. Uh, so one, one of the shows I've been watching is dark. Um, the German, that German sci-fi show. Have you seen that one? No, I've heard the name, but outside of that, I haven't heard anything about it. So dark on Netflix. Uh, it's a German show. Excellent. It's like a mix of lost and stranger things. And, um, it's, it's very, very, very good sci-fi. It's excellent sci-fi. I don't want to spoil too much, but, uh, I think, uh, it starts off with a boy goes missing kind of like stranger things. It doesn't have that. It's, it's much darker in tone though. It's not like, you know, ni- 1980s. Nostal- well, actually there is 1980s nostalgia now that I think about it in the show, but it's not that kind of Goonies, you know, stranger things kind of fun. It, it's, it's much darker and like serious, um, it's excellent. It's so good. So I highly recommend it. It's third season just came out. So there's three seasons and they're not very long seasons either. You know, the standard nowadays is like eight to 10 episodes. Right. And that's around what they are, uh, hour long. Uh, very, very good. Um, if you can deal with, you know, subtitles, you can, you know, obviously pick English audio, but I prefer like for, for something that's from a, another country, I want to hear the original and I don't mind reading subtitles personally. I, I yeah. can do that. I've gotten to the point where I have sub subtitles on for everything. everything? Yeah. yeah. I do the Just same because a lot of times we're watching TV at night when all the kids are in bed and we can't have uh, or a lot of the problem too is dialogue is really quiet, but everything else is super loud. Oh, dude, that's so, such a, I was, I was talking about this with a friend. Like when did that start where like, it's just part of how audios mix nowadays where it's like, yeah explosions you can hear easily but the minute someone whispers it's like i don't understand what they said and i can't continue watching something i can't continue to watch something if i don't know what was said yeah i can't miss any dialogue you know it drives me crazy that's that's how they convey a lot of the story you know it's 
that and also just because like uh, I I don't know it just I mean you know but like because it'll be funny because like I'll rewind it and it wasn't anything important as far as I know you know gotcha. <laughs> but it's like I, I I needed to do that I needed to you know yeah. so yeah I'll turn on subtitles even if it's English it, you know I, I I need them on yeah I know some people would disown me for knowing that about me but yeah. deal with it yep what can you do um, but yeah dark on Netflix excellent show okay sounds good. Uh, anything else? No, I think I think that's about it. Um, oh, 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 one little personal project that I'm working on is I'm doing a little. I'm practi- practicing my editing just for fun, mm-hmm. um, on top of learning how to cook and stuff. It's just something else I'm doing, and I'm I'm working on this little tribute video of a character from a show I adore. It's probably my favorite show of all time, Avatar: The Last Airbender, which I've mm-hmm. mentioned on previous episodes. Um, so I'm, I'm doing like a little practice two minute episode, got my little piece of music and doing like a little montage tribute just to practice my editing, try to get better at it. I'm, I'm a very good assistant editor. I never had that creative touch with actually editing, Uh you know, like back in college, I did it a lot, you know, when I was learning, Yeah. but I, I learned that I, I definitely love the technical stuff more. I don't have that creative gene, but you know, when you're stuck in your apartment for four months, you decide. Yeah, might as well work on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll try this out. Sure. Cool. And that that's it. That's all that's, I got going on. Okay. Um, yeah, so I ha- I've got a lot going on. So last week we didn't end up having an episode because, you know, as, as you all know, my, my wife w- w- was with child. Uh, she had a ton of contractions, and we thought for sure Thursday uh, was going to be the time to go. But... It ended up not being, but the reason why we did decide to delay the episode was because uh, all of her labors have been like ridiculously super fast. So uh, I need to be ready. The second she tells me that it's time to go, I needed to be ready to go and not have to have to tie up loose ends or whatever. We just needed to go, you know. So, uh, so yeah, the Thursday came and went. We didn't didn't have anything. Um, so it got to be you know Fourth of July. Fourth was Fourth of July. It got to be. I guess it was it was Tuesday morning. She woke me up at about uh, was it six? Uh, and she's like, I think it might be time to go. So it's like, OK, uh, so she I text my dad and right away he was like, I'm, I'm on my way over. So the very luckily, the very second that I texted him, he headed out the door and came over, came over here. Uh, we left our house at like seven ish, got to the hospital at seven fifteen and the baby was born at seven thirty. So hey, we have our congrats, our, man. <laughs> thanks. We have our fifth fifth child now. Um, Very nice. Awesome. Yeah. What's the baby's name? Uh, Manning. Manning. Oh, Manning. that's a great name. Yeah. I love the uh, unique names. It's um, we, we get the is it uh, for Eli Manning? We get that a lot or Peyton Manning. Uh, and, and and no, not really. It's just one of the few names uh, M names because we have all of our kids named M names. Um, it's one of the few M names we could agree on that match with our last name, uh, that, that, that we both liked. So, uh, that's why, that's why we went with, with Manning. So. And just one baby, right? Not, not. Yeah. Yeah. It was just one this time. Luckily I still had that fear, that sneaking fear in the back of my mind that they just missed <laughs> the second one the entire time. Uh, cause we, that didn't happens, find out. right? It does. It, it can happen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we, we didn't find out about our twins until she was more than halfway through. The wow. Pregnancy. Uh, which is about as close as you can get nowadays for the most part to surprise twins. Uh, so I still had that fear in my mind. Five um, kids. 
five kids. Yeah. But uh, mom and baby are healthy. Uh, we uh, she came home yesterday. So last night, the baby barely slept because it's it's what's known as second night. Uh, the first night, because they are born, they're all tired out and stuff. So they sleep really well. Second night, they barely sleep at all. So uh, we're hoping for a better night's sleep tonight. Um, but we you kind of get used to not sleeping, you know, having kids. So <laughs> yeah, the the sleep deprivation is a lot easier to bear after you've had had a couple kids. Well, I can only I mean, I have no clue what's that what that's like, Dan. So more power yeah. to you. Congratulations. <laughs> Thanks. Very yeah, happy. Like I said, it's it's a tough adjustment for the first one, but uh, after that, you just you kind of get used to it. And how are so when when you brought home, so you have a, the oldest son, right? Yep. Yep. Daughter and the twins. Daughter. Twins. Yep. So how have the kids, your kids, been when like a new baby arrives? Like, are they helpful or are they like they are yes. like don't touch the baby? Like, leave them alone. Like, yeah, yeah, there is a little bit of that. Yeah, they're 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 a little too helpful. Uh, they love him and they want the you know they want to poke him and prod him and play with him and we're just like no he needs to sleep so just just leave him be but they've been helpful with like if we need him to run and grab a diaper or something they'll they'll do that and uh we're, the the main thing what once once we get settled into routine is we got to keep everyone else quiet because uh, they are never ever ever quiet so that's gonna that's gonna be the the adjustment uh for right now the noise doesn't bother him too much but once he gets to be a couple months old, then it probably will. So, and how's the house? Uh, the, does the house have enough uh, ball space in its in, inside? Like it can deal with five kids now, oh, or is it yeah. starting to feel yep. a little cramped? No, no, it's it's okay for now. I will definitely we'll have to have a new house probably by the time they get to be a little older. But our plan is to like move uh, elsewhere in the country in the next like three to five years. So. Gotcha. Uh, we this house only has to maintain us for for a couple more years, uh, right. and then hopefully we'll move somewhere where there's no such thing as winter. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's I don't know what plan for I me. also don't know what that's like. Uh, yeah. I I did learn because I would I get strep throat um, oh, when really? I was living in Florida uh-huh. during the winter. Winter really? Florida would give me strep throat. So uh-huh. when I graduated, I knew okay, it's either New York or L.A. <laughs> oh gee, let me guess. Oh for yeah for yeah for your career. Yeah, because it's yep. like I doubt I will survive a New York winter. Yeah, There's dude. just no way. <laughs> Especially in New York City, because of how close every everyone and everything is. Like, I mean, obviously with the with the COVID thing, like yeah, just everyone's on top of each other all the time. So yeah, it's, it's germs spread fast there. Yeah, my sister, my sister just recently moved, um, so her kids uh, have more space in their rooms now. Like that was something that they needed to do. Oh so. yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, we're good. We're 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 good for now, now in this house. But yeah, once they get to be a little bit older, we'll we'll need to move. But again, hopefully we're we're moving where there's no winter. Um, I'm trying to think if I had anything else going on. We didn't really do anything for the fourth either. Obviously, we're still doing the the social distancing thing. Like we, our town has big fireworks that they they canceled because they didn't want people getting together. Um, yeah, there was the, actually neighborhood fireworks were not too bad either. Uh, I expected neighborhood fireworks to go all night, but they probably stopped at like 10 or 1030. So my dog didn't bark the entire night, which was good. I wasn't paying too much attention to the fireworks, so I, but I did decide, I think around 10 o'clock, 10 p.m., 1030, which is kind of late for the fireworks. But like I, 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 you know, I my 4th of July the past few years has been kind of honestly sad in terms of like not hanging out with friends or whatever, it, you know, obviously with COVID that's kind of changed things, but even without COVID, like the past couple of years, I just didn't really have anything planned. 
So I would like just drive around just trying to watch something. Yes. Yeah, so and see uh, some fireworks. Yeah. You know, just see some fireworks. And I'm like, okay, I saved my 4th of July. I saw fireworks. Um, there you go. So I did, I did that over the weekend. Um, yeah. I actually hit like a nice stride as I was coming back home when I couldn't really find much. And then on my way home, this I for, totally forgot about this kind of crazy section of around where I live. Like they never fail me. Like they, they just I don't know if it's one or a few families that just like they go crazy with the fireworks. So I'm driving home and I got my own mini fireworks display for like two minutes some good some good ones too so i was actually kind of happy about that i was like oh thank you guys nice. i should just like mark them on my phone like fourth of yeah. july go to this intersection and yeah. yeah yeah i saw a video i don't know where i must have been on twitter or something uh, that just people launching them from the street like where is where is this happening that's awesome uh, in any major city i yeah, assure you geez. we'll just grab, I, right? I especially just imagine that I, I think it had something. So uh, uh, the word on the street from what I heard was like, because so many of the, the events were being canceled, yeah, they needed to like get money back. And so they were, I guess, illegally selling them to just like anyone who wanted fireworks. Oh, and that's, really? that's why like, if you ask some people, like apparently my friends, like I, the news was like, this has been like the best year for fireworks just because they were everywhere. Oh, <laughs> like yeah, okay. at least in LA, you know, sure. because like everyone was buying fireworks cause they're bored and you know, they, they could actually buy them because they're being sold by normally the, you know, the, the companies that would hold these events, Yeah, you know, for, for the towns and cities and stuff like that. So huh. yeah, they were just selling them off. And so a lot of people had fireworks to burn. Nice. <laughs> I always like the Simpsons joke to celebrate America by blowing up a small part of it. Yeah. It's, yeah. That sounds about right. Yep. America. Um, gosh, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. I'm sure I do, but I, I'm I'm drawing a blank right now. Well, I mean, you had you had a big life event take yes, place, so that was absolutely. I think that's um, really justifiable. Yeah. Uh, so let's get into what we played. I only played a little bit, so I'll I'll, I'll go first. Sure. Uh, I played some Animal Crossing. Oh, I I'll talk about uh, Assassin's Creed first. I actually kind of stopped playing Assassin's Creed because it started crashing a lot on me. So I'm I'm hoping I can just like take a few days break from it and uh, get back into it and it's not going to crash. But it started like crashing like once an hour. On, oh, that's on weird. So I'm like, oh, you don't have mods or anything? Dang it. No, it's just that's on Xbox. So. Oh, on Xbox. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Yeah, it's it very interesting. Um, so I'm hoping that's just a temporary thing and I can get back to it because I, I at this point, I'm, just, I'm probably just going to hammer out the end of the game. Uh, not do not continue to do the ridiculous amount of side quests and stuff that you can do. Uh, so I'm I uh, with that game, the I I don't know if I'll ever beat it. The, the thing I really want to try is the DLC because a lot of their DLC looks super cool. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. Uh, I know Corey's playing some of that stuff right now and he, he talks very highly of it. I think yeah. Will was playing a little bit of it, too. Because they go, they do hit back on, you remember, did you ever play Assassin's Creed 2? I did, I did, yes. You remember like that really cool when you finally unlocked that video of like Adam and Eve and some yes. hype, like future civilization. So apparently one of them kind of goes back to like, not maybe not exactly that, but it, it seems like it touches back on like the really cool like Da Vinci Code weird lore kind of yeah. awesome alternate history or whatever stuff. Yep. And I'm like, oh, I miss that. I want to go back to that. Because I, I was so sad when they kind of abandoned that whole thing yeah. with the other Assassin's Creed stuff. I was like, what about this really cool Adam and Eve 
in a future civilization and shit. What was that all about? Yeah. No, you I, can't, like, I, tease that to us and then just drop it, you know? Like, it's got to have some sort of meaning, you know? Yeah. So I haven't, haven't played that. Uh, I played Animal Crossing uh, because there's a new update, so I kind of got back into Animal Crossing a little bit. I had just been doing, like, my, my dailies, and, and, and that was it. So, like, half an hour, 25 minutes or whatever a day. Uh, but they added in the ability to swim, and then they added, like, underwater life as another another collectible thing uh so and for a while i had let my flowers like just wreck my island there's just flowers everywhere it, it looked nice but it was also very messy and i needed to tidy them so i spent a couple hours the other day cleaning up all my all my excess flowers and getting them into like a like a not a flower garden but like a flower nursery uh and, and got that all organized so i'm still still at 300 hours later still trying to finish the design of my island uh, <laughs> which is nuts. So with this underwater stuff, yeah, like are are the I guess the swimming. Yes. I mean, do they actually show underwater, or is it like you just see your head above water? So like... it's you you will see, you swim on the top, and then you like dive down to collect the there there there'll be like bubbles floating around in the water, and you you dive down and and collect stuff that's that's underneath there. It, some some of it moves, some of it's stationary. Uh, and then that stuff you take to blathers that will go in your aquarium. So when you dive down, it does it actually show like underwater, like coral, seaweed, or is it still your the like, camera is above? Yeah, the camera is like yeah, zoomed out above you. Okay, uh, gotcha. You'll you'll just swim towards like it, it's a, like a black shadow. Uh, gotcha. Like I said, some sometimes they move, sometimes they don't. One of them, one of the particular ones, is is like really hard to catch. So, um, it's not it's not a it's not a huge update, but there's a bunch of new recipes and stuff and other small things, but it, it was enough to draw me back in for a little while. They are going to have another update at the beginning of August too, uh, some other summer, summer activities to do. So, but like I said, it was enough to draw me back in for a little while. Uh, and, uh, so, so how has your, like, have you been decorating your house? Like, is it finally looking really sweet dope or? Yeah. So my, my house I've, I've had pretty much set up for a while now. Um, I haven't, haven't really changed it much. I, I, the problem is, is I, I have all my excess recipes, like just in my front room when you first walk into the house and I've got a ton of them. Um, so I, I've got to have my kids and my, my wife come and like pawn through them and, and take what they need. Cause I have too many. Uh, and then I have like my kitchen off to the right. My bathroom's uh, straight, like straight ahead. My bedroom's off to the left up in the top floor. I have like an office uh, laboratory type of thing. And then down below I has where I keep my turnips when I do the turnip thing in the, in the basement. So, um, but that, yeah, that hasn't really changed. I, I have done some like terrain manipulation to like when I moved my house, uh, I, I, I built the moat around it, uh, which was kind of neat, but yeah, I haven't, haven't done too much with my house. It's mostly just been still trying to design my, to design my Island. Uh, I'm working on a lunar landing park. So I have the, what? the moon lander, uh, like Bang. up on the top with some some cool lights and then i've got a space helmet and then like a weird uh blue obelisk looking rock thing that looks like it has writing on it i've got that up there that's awesome yeah i i definitely need more decorations because there is some like spacey stuff that you can get i i do need some more of that stuff before i can i can fully uh flesh out my my moon landing park but man i had I had ideas, Dan. I had yeah. ideas when I back when I was playing a lot. 
yeah they never came to fruition no it's, <laughs> it's and some of the stuff people do is amazing yeah i know i was like oh i'm gonna have to, like especially once i started hitting the reddit and i saw like the way your mind opens up when you see yeah. the possibilities when someone else does something cool i'm like oh my god i want to do this and that and no never did it yep. <laughs> never really got close either which which is terrible yeah um, so yeah, but, yeah but that definitely like uh, the the updates worth worth checking out. I think it's it's uh, another fun fun little. Is it free? Do. Yeah. Yep. Free update. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know if they're. I, I haven't heard any plans about any DLC. I don't. I, I would assume they're going to do something at some point, but uh, nothing as of yet. But I definitely got my sixty dollars worth out of that game. Holy crap! Yeah, I guess technically, I, I, yeah, I shouldn't feel too bad because I do have over a hundred hours in that game. Uh, so yeah a lot oh crap apparently we're dropping some frames again dropping frames i don't know what the heck is going on uh anyway i've also actually i reinstalled warzone and i played a little call of duty warzone i, f- I found out that they can do their solos now oh. so I, I i've been doing that because like i was never very good at that and i i feel bad having teammates that have to revive me or or buy to buy me back into the game so it's like oh you know what i'll learn how to play this game solo and Actually, the first time I played it, it did pretty well. I got a few top 10 finishes. Uh, so I played that on and off for maybe a week. Uh, and then I played it maybe a few nights ago. And I played for, I don't know, hour and a half or two hours. And I had one kill. And it was in the gulag. <laughs> I was like, well, I guess I'm done, done with Warzone again. <laughs> So that was it for Warzone. I I still have it on my computer. I may fire it up again at some point, but uh, it's just it's so freaking hard. So That's freaking funny. hard. Uh, so so uh, I, I I got some um I guess some uh what what's it called when news comes in last minute break breaking news breaking news. Thank right, you. Let's hear it. So um, this is on IGN, um, and I'm sure it's been reported elsewhere, too. Sony acquires minority stake in Epic for $250 million. Really? Yes. Interesting. I saw that they were going to do, like, a partnership. I that, I didn't know they were acquiring some, some of Epic. Yeah. Um, I guess they really enjoyed working with them when they were de- doing that demo with the that game everyone kind of wants to oh, play, yeah. the Unreal Engine 5 tech demo thing. Yeah. So I guess they were happy with it, and hopefully, I I honestly would like that to be a game. Yeah, um, really cool because it looks super cool. Um, I but I mean I'm sure that's not the reason for the. I'm sure that's it's more you know, I, I'm sure a business person could explain the benefits of this. I do not know anything about business, so. Well, for me, I'm hoping that means more PlayStation PlayStation exclusives in the Epic Game Store. Oh, okay. That's yeah. my own selfish yeah. uh, selfish desire. Because uh, I was saying, I, I was telling someone at some point that I, I would love to have The Last of Us on PC. I would def, I would absolutely play it, play it again. Um, Bloodborne, Bloodborne too. Bloodborne. Oh, is, that's is the one. To coming to PC. Yeah, that's the one. I thought it was. That's yeah, the one. That's, everyone it's still rumored. Because rumored. what 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 are the ones that aren't? So Horizon's coming to PC. That's yep. we know that. Um, Detroit Become Human, uh, Journey is on there now. Flower. There was a big one, a big, yes. oh, uh, Death Stranding, Death Stranding. Death Stranding, yep, that's the other one. Yeah, that's that's next week, the 14th, I think, that's going to yeah, be on PC. I, I, it was either out already or, yeah, it's very soon, so yeah. yeah. Uh, and Horizon Zero Dawn got an, uh, a release date. It's the beginning of August, I believe. 
Let me check because I had it. Uh... I'll say it's the fourth, maybe. Uh, that'll buy. That'll be a day one buy for me. I'm, I can't wait to play that on, on PC. Yeah. So originally I was definitely always going to buy it. Um, now I'm not so sure because I, I don't really need to. Um, but we'll see. Um, I, I was saying that I wasn't going to play The Last of Us two, and then literally to like when I remember telling you that like, yeah. oh, I'm not sure if I'm really gonna. And two days later, I bought it and like beat it like two weeks later. So yeah, August seventh, release okay. date. Yeah. Yep. Looking forward to that one. Uh, but anyway, talking about Epic, I, I've also you know playing been playing Fortnite. I finally got my first solo Victory Royale of the season. Nice. Um, but I, when talking about Warzone, it definitely helped with my aim in in Fortnite, which was which was great because um, I was kind of struggling as as a solo player in Fortnite. But I had a couple games. I had the one that I won, and then I had a couple where I finished second. I had a couple where I finished third. Uh, so so uh, consistent high finishes, which 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 was nice to see. Eric Eric's not playing Fortnite had, anymore. No, Eric hasn't hasn't played hasn't had a lot of time to play games because of his new uh, new little one. So all right, yeah, he hasn't ha- hasn't been on. We have we haven't gotten the squad together, so to speak. I've played with my kids a little bit, uh, but yeah, haven't haven't played with Eric and and his friend Vito. So yeah, because apparently they were pretty good, or at least yeah. his friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had we had an awesome squad. I wish they had like uh, squads of three because that's usually what I can get. Like when I play with my kids, it's it's my son and my daughter, so that's a squad of three. And then I play with Eric and 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 Vito, and that's a squad of three. And then we either have to not fill or have a rando teammate, which is it's almost better to not fill the squad. That just made me think of an episode idea. Probably not enough for an episode idea, but uh, because. Uh, you're mentioning like you guys had a pretty good squad and i remember the good old days of i think it was right after oh i don't even remember it's been that long but my best gaming years or like the most impressive i've ever have been in games at least especially pvp was uh-huh. back in the modern warfare 2 days okay when like i would play with my cousin and his friends on xbox uh-huh and oh my like you know one of the guys was someone that would get you know the nuke kill streak like he was so good that he he would make challenges for himself and he got a nuke kill streak which is like i, for, I forgot how many kills that was um 20 something kill straight kills oh, or something I, I, don't, I don't remember but like if, if you get that the nuke it and it ends the, the match <laughs> really? like you set off the nuke and, and then that's wow. the end and That's he was fantastic. so good that he decided to try to get it without ever firing a gun, just only getting melee Stabby. knife kills. Really? Yeah. And he wow. did it. <laughs> That's so That's good. Awesome. So when we when we would play, I mean, like we were very hard to beat, you know. And this is like back when like you guys would be in a lobby and you trash talk, you know. Remember like oh, yeah, those days like people the kids don't know how it was it was worse back like it, it was way worse. I totally because like you actually had to face these people and hear them like in the the most foul shit was said in those lobbies. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh yeah. And, but it was so much fun because like we were very good in our favorite mode, or I don't think it was our favorite mode, but we would do like capture the flag mm-hmm. in, in modern warfare two, where we were beating people like 20 to one, like insane scores that you don't see in capture the flag. And, uh, uh, I miss those days when you were actually like good. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I could actually hold your own. Yeah. Like, it's not like that anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, even in Fortnite, like I have to make do for my lack of ability compared to like the good players, you know? Yeah. It, I, I win on just being unpredictable and 
trying to have good aim you know it's uh, i can't i can't build with 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 the kids you know yeah the the, the hardest skill that doesn't feel like a skill yeah maybe it isn't a skill but it, it, it's deci- the decision making oh sure you know like that that's something that that always makes me like how the hell did they do that and it's it's just like the the, the stuff that you can't comprehend it's like how did you know they would be there like the positioning yeah. all that yeah. like all those decisions you have to make like when that's I watch, like, lot. that's kind of why I like Twitch is, you know. Yeah, because you can experience that without having to uh, take the L, you know. <laughs> yeah, my my favorite, um, it, it, it was on Twitch, but then they, they would put the, the runs on YouTube was um, a guy named, uh, his his uh, his handle is Trump. He's like uh-huh. this Asian dude. Um, and I felt bad for him when Trump became president because, like, I was like, oh, is this is this channel going to hurt now that Trump's president or whatever? um and now he's still doing strong and he's so he's a hearthstone player and i loved watching his stuff because he would do these arena runs and then he would do like i was never that good at hearthstone right to like go legendary or whatever so i would just live vicariously through him yeah and like watch it like he would do this this awesome series where he'd like use only free-to-play decks you know didn't pay any money make these decks and then try to get to legendary and, awesome. it, and it would be a whole series and then he posted on youtube and i actually i actually not too long ago went back they're like six years old went back and watched a couple of them like all the way from beginning to end just kind of like i miss those good old days because if you try to to play like hearthstone now it's so crazy yeah like, that game is so crazy now like it's nothing like what it was before it's even insane. even cory who tries to keep up with it is just like yeah i don't i don't play it for the the meta anymore there's just you can't keep up with it it's so much more fast paced in terms of the turn like how 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 many crazy things you can do earlier on uh-huh. like that without that many mana crystals now like once you hit like three four mana crystals i mean they're they're like normally that meant like you just play one card Right. Now in Hearthstone, there's like so many plays in one turn at just mana level four or five. Yeah. I was like, like my jaw dropped. I was like, I have no clue what's happening yeah. right now. <laughs> that was crazy. And it makes but, you um, want to get in on the ground floor or something new. But then you have to like just play that for that long, you know, to, well, to just keep up to with try it. to. Yeah, that's the thing is I can't do that now because like the amount of time it would take to keep, like get caught up on like everything that's happened it's like that's why i started watching those older series because it was a simpler time yeah and it's like oh man i wish i can go back in time and like try it again you know when it was before it got really crazy but um it it made me think like like what were what and what like what games and when were your best gaming years you know like what were you playing and what were you what what do you think you were the best at and when was that like so it would probably be uh either the og halo or Halo 3. So the OG Halo, we would, every weekend pretty much, we would have a, a sleepover at, at a friend's house and we would play from Friday night until Sunday evening at some point. And we would just eat pizza, drink Mountain Dew, and play Halo for for that long, every weekend. <clears throat> I miss those. I, I remember having a taste of that. I, uh, I wasn't I was fortunate enough where, like, that, you know, because that, that was, like, a, a great few years of yeah. halo one through three yep and, and i wasn't Halo three was yeah was the the, the first online like where i've played a lot online yeah well i think so yeah halo 2 was online but mm-hmm. and i remember people loved that one too i think some people would even say it's the best but then halo 3 was when it really like blew up yeah and i i actually played the first halo online on pc though 
uh, oh, that became nice. available on PC and I played yeah. on PC. And that was probably like, aside from the Modern Warfare 2 days, that was probably the other, like, where I was like pretty, pretty good. But yeah. the Halo is the game that everyone thinks they were really good. And then like, if you yeah. happen to play with, you know, like I, like, my roommate, he he's much older than me. My old roommate now, I live alone, but he's he, he's much older. But like he, I mean, he thought he was the bomb at Halo because he would play it so often and stuff. And one Fourth of July, funny enough, I think four years ago, like we played a like I had friends come over, bring their consoles, and he still has his old Xbox one. So we booted up Halo, and I demolished him, and he nice. was like so upset. And I'm sure. you know I'm I'm good, but I would like I'm not even that great, you know. Right. And he's like, man, I used to be so good. And like some of us looked at each other and was like, no, you just never were. Like you just don't realize it. <laughs> yeah. It's one yeah, of those things where you think you're good. And then there's the kid down the street that just like owns everyone. You know? Yeah. And even like back then it was it was even hard to measure yourself again. You had no idea. Uh, yeah, that's what, true. What anyone else is like, like you know, the, the professional gaming wasn't really a thing back then. It was, but not like it is now, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you couldn't, you, you, especially with Halo One, you couldn't go online and, and play. Potentially, it was all local. You just had to find out through your high school, like who's exactly. the best Halo player at our school. You know, yeah. now it's like everyone knows who the best, you know, player is in the world. Yeah, so. <laughs> stream sniping is a thing. Yeah. Oh man, so. it's good old days. Yeah, uh, but that's all I played. So what, what do you got for us, Tito? All right, so I wanted to talk about Outer Wilds. Oh, yeah, I forgot. you. Were so here's my opinion. I'm not yeah. feeling it. OK, but I, I know. So I'm like I try to be open minded about this stuff. So mm-hmm. I know it could be a lot of like it's just the time I'm playing in right now, you know, like and maybe I'll, I'll get back to it when I'm like when I hit that that mode, mm-hmm. because I put 10 hours into it and I don't know how long the game is. What would you say the play time is to complete it? Like, I believe it's like 50 to 20 hours i'll look it up for sure but yeah uh, whatever it was was a lot less than i anticipated that i was going to play the game for so i thought it was going to be 10 hours max or something like that i'm 10 hours in and i feel like i just have made no progress in the game that's what happened that's what happened to me too that's not why i haven't gone back i just haven't had the opportunity but uh, it's I, i totally get that yeah, and it's kind of like I'm, I enjoy, like I kind of enjoy. I just like kind of was getting, like I don't know. It's just like when you go into a game and it's like I want to try to. The way it works is like you you uncover some kind of little mystery that gets on your little mission mission board thing log, your mission log, and then you know it's a time loop game. And I already don't love time loop game. Like it, it, while it's a different type of game than Don't Starve. That, that same idea of like in Don't Starve, you know, you play up to a certain point, then you die and then you you kind of start all over. And that's the challenge is how far can you get before you have to just start all over? And that, right. you know, some people love that. I did not like that at yeah. all. And while this is not quite the same, the time loop mechanic is like it, it's giving me that same feeling of like I have to redo like I have to try to like do this over again. And 10 hours in, and I, I feel like I've made little progress. It, it's kind of demoralized, or not demoralizing, that's a strong word. But, you know, it's, it's just kind of like, uh, I have other things to do, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah. I plan on wanting to beat it, you know. I, I know that there's, I, I'm sure there's magic in this game, because everyone says says it about this game. And I want to experience that magic, but I, I just wasn't feeling it, so. Yeah, so the main story is 15 hours, main and extra is 19 and a half, and completionist is 21. Yes. I feel like I was at 20 hours myself without 
uh, you only having solved some of the mysteries, you know, I, yeah, I'm 10 hours in and I've just unlocked more mysteries. And that, that was also making it more daunting for me because I was like, Oh my God, how big is this web? You know, to like start over and like try, you know, like, yep. it, cause I was trying to go back to solve just one. I was like, just focus on one. But when you try to travel to that spot, you accidentally go to another spot, you land in the wrong spot and then you just unlock another mystery. And it was just like, oh, my gosh, how big is this game? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, my God, I can't do it. Um, so, yeah, that, that was my opinion. So um, everyone says that it's it's quite a gaming experience and I want to experience it, um, but it won't be anytime soon. Yeah, I got to get I got to get back in the mood. I got to get back in the mood. So so that's one game. Um, the other game uh, was I saw that. Th oh, my Oh, my sister is calling me. Uh, sorry, sis. I'll call you later. Um, so one game was The Witcher 3 I saw on Steam for 12 bucks. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, I, I never really enjoyed the uh, the little, barely any gameplay I've had of Witcher 1 and 2. Barely any of it. Uh, and it mainly has to do with Geralt. I don't like him as a character for whatever okay. reason. But I knew Witcher 3 at 12 bucks. You don't, yeah. you don't pass DLC. that up. Yeah. Is that with all the DLC too? Um, I think it's just the base game. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I bought it and, um, so, and it was cool cause I got to play, I, I played probably about four hours of it. Uh -huh. Um, and I, I, I was getting to a point where I was like, I can kind of see the appeal, but I remember you, you, you were, you would say about this game. It has, it's got that jank in it. Yeah. It's, and it's a little fussy. It's a, it's a little, it's a little jank. It has a little jiggle in its, in its rear with, yeah. with how the, mainly in the movement. But I saw like I, I found that there was a setting that you can change that kind of make improves upon it a little bit. Um, it, it, you know, it's cool. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I'll, I'll get back into it or whatever. It, it was kind of neat. Um, I, I do know that it's it has that reputation where the side missions are very are very much more interesting instead of like your generic. Yeah. Lame ass. One, one of the up. one of the storylines in the game, I, it's kind of kind of main story, but I think there's some side stories off of it is is one of the best I've played in any any video game. I think I know which one you mean, because it, yeah. it's legendary at this point um, that the little storyline that I remember Eric loved it. Yeah, you couldn't stop talking about it. Um, I haven't gotten to that. I'm not at that point or anything, but that was one reason why I was like, yeah, I want to I want to try this out and see what 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 the fuss is about um it's cool i, I kind of like the universe too you know yeah um i just don't like i i hate the voice acting in it for gerald okay and i know people love you know what's funny is that everyone loves it yeah. but for me <laughs> yeah i'm like i don't think it's good at all like there's just something about his voice i don't like and he, he looks kind of weird like he looks he kind of creeps me out gerald kind of creeps me out and that's what that's one of the reasons why i've never been able to get into that franchise as much as i want to uh-huh um, and I guess it's kind of why I really want to get into cyberpunk because I want to see what a what a CD project red game. Gotcha. Like, what like, why are these guys so revered? You know, yeah. like yeah. I want to I want to play their games, you know, because um, I appreciate good develop good developers that yeah. treat their fans. And, right. And the Witcher one especially does not hold up well Two, eh, borderline yeah. at this point. Three, uh, you know, it's 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 still well revered. But there, like I said, there is some. Some jankiness to it. Yeah, I didn't realize it was as old as it was. It came out in 2015. Yeah, it's five years ago. I thought, for some reason, I was thinking 2017, 2018, and I was like, oh my God, it's that old. Like, that's how quickly time is passing now as you start yeah. to just like, oh my God. Yeah. Um, and sure enough, you know, I started getting into the, the rabbit hole that is modding. 
started looking uh, into modding Witcher. Uh-huh. Oh my god, I don't know why I do this to myself, Dan. <laughs> I have no idea why I do this to myself. Corey does so, it too. He, he he'll like spend a ungodly amount of hours modding yeah, the game, and then so he never weird. actually ends up playing the game. You know what they should make a game of is a game of modding a game. Modding simulator. Yeah, like a modding simulator, like because they have PC sim PC builder simulator yeah. now, and they should just do that, like mod, just because it's clearly like that's the game for me is just yeah. modding, not actually playing the game, just modding it. You know, yeah. there's just something fun about this. It's the tinkering thing that that yeah. mind. Whatever is in your brain, the tinkering that that that's what that's doing. Yeah. Every, everyone likes to tinker with cars. They like to tinker with computers. They like to tinker with their painting or whatever it is. This is that for gamers. Yeah. It's just modding. Oh god. So, but yeah, and I kept it simple. I didn't do anything crazy. Just like you know, graphics. Like I did one of those like bulk overhaul things. Oh okay. Make it simple. Uh-huh. You know. Um. But yeah, I, I'm I'm I I do kind of I there was I almost got into that groove of like. When you know you're you want to play, get into a game and you're like, okay, I'm feeling this. I can play this for the next few days or whatever. Yeah. I almost got got there with Witcher Three, um, okay. but what actually took my mind off of it and got me going was Dishonored Two, which I bought last night and been playing it all day. Um, I loved the first Dishonored. I thought that game was great. Mm-hmm. Um, the art style's cool. The lore's cool. Um, and for whatever reason, when Dishonored Two came out. Like I thought I was gonna be really into it, but then it just did. I didn't have. I didn't get that fancy feeling of like buying it. And it came out 2016, I want to say. And finally, now I'm getting to it, and I'm I'm at that. It's like imagine a wavelength of like you have to hit. You have to ride the wavelength of like I'm in the mood to play right now this game, uh-huh. and I'm in sync with it right now. So I'm like on board with like just putting all my time in Dishonored 2 right now. So nice. I've been playing it all day. Uh, it's great um it's it's not much different than the first one i i it does have some issues where i've noticed in games and you've probably seen this too what a lot of these are like story element games are doing with like instead of having these pre-rendered cutscenes, you know that that require a lot of work you know like assassin's creed for example those cutscenes are they're they're starting to replace them with like storyboard style cutscenes, like story yes. elements yeah yeah i i i totally get it um, it's it's much easier, less expensive, much quicker to do. It's not nearly the same amount of work. I hate them though because they feel lazy. Sure. I you know, you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. it's just like this is much easier to do than trying to like make it look realistic and do all this like lighting and like You design. know, I never I never thought about that, but you know, coming from your post-production perspective, that that makes total sense. I never would have never would have thought of that. But, and yeah. there's there's legitimate reasons that it 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 maybe isn't that like no that's not why we did it because right. maybe it's not even that much cheaper or whatever I'm, I'm i'm sure it definitely has to be cheaper like it's it's just like the storyboard artist's work just animated right. um and, and so i'm sure a lot of games they do that legitimately because that's the style they want to go for or whatever but i can guarantee you for other games especially the big triple a ones and stuff like that like i i see i see right through it and i get it it doesn't bother me too much um it is a little lame it kind of does bother that's like one of my minor gripes with the game though sure um, and I'm, I'm seeing that trend in like i think the witcher 3 technically has that too like yeah, at the very beginning it, it has it doesn't do it for all of it but like yeah. they, it, they actually do have that kind of storyboard style animation yeah to fill, fill in the backstory and and all that yeah. stuff I, I believe there's other parts in the game that that it does that too. yeah it just comes off lazy or like kind of like you know like i don't know I don't know. I, if like if Horizon Two does that, uh, uh-uh. 
I'm not going to be on <laughs> like that would kill me. Sure. You know, so I really hope I don't see that or at least do it in the style of the universe. Like maybe have a storyboard, but may may make it look like cave painting kind of thing. Oh, there you go. You know, that'd be kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that, the, that's just one of my grace. But like, I don't know. I th- I think the, the world in Dishonored 2 is so cool and I'm glad I'm in the mood to play it. Um, and it made me think of like I was I was reading like, you know, those little artifacts, the little story notes that you pick up in the game and you can it fills in all this backstory or whatever. And it's cool because like one of them was mentioning how like, you know, you in, in Dishonored one, you play in the city of Dunwall. And in this one, you you have to escape from a coup and you go to K- Karnarik. I don't know how to say it. I can't remember the name of the city. Yeah. Um, But in one of them, they mentioned how, like, these are two cities. um, One is, like, in a southern continent. But how in the world, there's this other large landmass called Pandacea. Uh And I just love how, like, in this universe, you've only had a small taste. And they're setting themselves up if they decided, like, this is a game that can keep making us money. Like, oh, we have this whole other thing tucked away in our pockets, like uh, an ace up our sleeve of like, yeah. oh, we, you know, we we can do anything else in this other continent that could be totally different or whatever. It just kind of I, I like how they open up their own universe that way. And it was making me think like it, it's, it's like a small piece of something larger and we don't know what that larger is. But like it made me think of like if I wanted to pitch my own game and like how I would want to do it is like I want to have that element. Yeah in my game of like, yeah, like I set up this universe, but it's actually only a small piece of something even bigger, like on the other side of the world. So that part three of, of my game, if it was successful, you know, we, we visit the other side of the planet and it's like right. something completely different or whatever. Um, and that made me think that, that would be a cool episode idea. If you have everyone like Will oh, or yeah. Eric pitch their own games, like if they, That's if they idea. could have all a budget and make a game, what would their game be? Like pitch it to us. And see yeah, which I like that. Happens. That's a great idea. I'm going to put it in the idea Bible right now. I think it'd be kind of fun to play around with, you know, trash each other's ideas. Like that's a terrible <laughs> game. I would never play that. Um, and I think that's it. Those outer wilds, Witcher three and, uh, dishonor two, which has my dishonor two has my attention. I'll be playing that for the, for the next week. I love the art style in it. It has like this paint painting style to it. I, I yeah. can never tell if it's oil or acrylic. I always get them mixed up. Painterly. But, yeah, it has. It kind of has this like, you know, it's not going for realism, but it has a lot of detail. And like, like you mentioned in one of in one previous episodes, style is style over realism. Yeah. You know, style always trumps realism. And and this one is an example where you can, you can have it look awesome, and there's a lot of detail in it, but it's not necessarily going for a realistic style. It has like a great, and, and yeah. it, it'll last longer because Witcher Three. I remember people would talk about that game looking so great, but it, it came out in 2015 and already. Yeah. I was looking at it, I was like, I thought this game was supposed to look good because it yeah. doesn't look that great. You know, sure. it doesn't look terrible. You know, and just that's how quickly, like two years time, like something that was going for realism, it just doesn't hold up. That's, yeah. that's long. Yeah. So. Whereas, you know, uh, I always think of Fable. You know, Fable kind of has its own uh, iconic art style. And you it, play the it'll always look good. And it, it still looks good. Yeah. Yeah. It'll always look good. The World of Warcraft, you know, that yeah. style, that whimsy, yeah. kinda, it, it always works. Um, that's about it. Okay. Um, I don't think I have anything else to talk about. I don't think we have any feedback. Let me double check real quick. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it doesn't look like we have any feedback. 
we haven't been good about it uh once again we haven't been good about letting people know when our episodes are going to be well for me when i would listen like when i was just listening all those years ago i'm sure people have their podcast app and they just wait for the next day when they get that little notification and yeah exactly download so that like uh you know uh, even in our in our days where we had like 10 or 15 people in you know in chat that was still like a very small percentage of of actual listeners you know yeah most people just want to listen to it you know at work the next day or on the way to work the next day or what have you so yeah that, that's what was bothering me in the the episodes i had been doing of like because i felt bad because i would hear myself talk and it like i don't know what was up with like my headset mic or the macbook mic where it would, it would just i would hear this hiss that would yeah. come in i felt so bad for anyone who wanted to listen to that and they're like oh this tito guy on this episode <laughs> I, every time he's on he sounds awful i can barely hear what he's saying i felt yeah. bad so I bought a mic, hopefully to help with that. So I apologize. It yeah, it sounds it sounds great. No, dude, audio issues they're just so prevalent. Like that's yeah. why I hate to like change recording programs or because it's always like it's always just spending hours tinkering with with yeah, little the, audio uh, settings and sliders, and it's just that's something I had to learn from a business perspective of of that explains Hollywood so much. It's yeah. called risk risk aversion. Oh, okay, yep. So like. And what's funny is in this remote editing situation that everyone's doing now is like it like the pandemic forced everyone in Hollywood, like whereas they would normally say no to new tech or whatever, because they would throw off scheduling deadlines and budgets and money and, you know, all that stuff, because it was an an unknown. They'd always go with what always worked, even if it was like 10 years old, they still do it to this day. But once the pandemic hit, oh, my God, it was very uncomfortable for so many people because like especially producers and executives because they're the ones that decide whether like yeah we'll we'll go ahead with this new workflow that's supposed to be faster and better but like no one ever wants to do that because they have to learn right they actually have to put work in learning it and it's like oh my god now, the, the early the time to try this stuff well that and it but it's a pain because like everyone hates it but it's like it, it really is just the best way to learn is like mm-hmm. just force them you like there's no other option like no, we have to. Like we, no one's allowed to go back to the office. So, yeah. like, and it, you know, hopefully, then they'll they'll see the benefits of like. Pretty soon, it's going to be to the point like you, you don't go to an edit bay to edit. You just remote log into the cloud and edit off the cloud. Yeah. You know, like that's the goal, because then everyone can work from home. You know, um, it frees up office space for us or whatever. You know, yeah. it's it's just easy. Like, it, I mean, it's 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 one of those like future looking things. You have to like if you can think five, ten years ahead, not even that long. But, you know, I've never been good at that kind of stuff. But you, <laughs> this pandemic has made us very aware of the future <laughs> Oh yeah, of the possibilities, at least. Yeah. 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 I even heard like a lot of people are moving out of big cities because they're they're, uh, you know, they're they're looking at remote work for at least a year probably more mm-hmm. and you know they're like why, why are we living in this really expensive big city when we can just yeah you can save a lot cheap. of money exactly move back in with your parents you know yeah. i i can't do that because i just moved as uh-huh. the quarantine hit gotcha. so i signed my lease so i'm i'm stuck for for a year but uh-huh. i don't know if i would do that anyways but that now that you bring that up it it made it made me um it was interesting to when we when the new year hit I think it was Kotaku or Lifehacker or, or one, one of those sites on that, that parent company 
they have this really cool article where they look back at the predictions from 2010. So when 2010 hit, they did these predictions of what they'll think the decade will look like. And then they did it again now for 2020. So that when, once 2030 hits, they're going to look back at what they wrote. Uh-huh. And some of the stuff was kind of scary. Oh, really? And, and kind of like, this might be true. You know, like they see how accurate they were. And one of them was talking about how like as automation hits, it's going to have, it'll probably have, just as big, if not bigger impact that the industrial revolution had. Um, because one, millions of people will lose their jobs, you know, yeah. and some, some jobs will be created, you know, but like what, what else will change in society? And one of them, like you mentioned with like populations in big cities is like as AI hits and there'll be something called super AI as well. That's created mm-hmm. like we, Oh my God, you can, you can talk for hours about this, so I won't take too much time. But one of the things that was cool, that was scary was like, there's something called like group AI or super AI or something like that, where Uh AI will reach a point where we can't understand it at such a level that AI will create itself and will be functioning at such a level that we can't comprehend the answers that they come to when we ask them questions or whatever like that. And all that stuff, the crazy shit and like how that will impact the rest of society where like you work remotely like it's gonna it's gonna become less and less a thing of working at a fixed spot location. Yeah. You're gonna work m- more mobile and remotely in these like super AI RVs essentially. Like companies will be more mobile, working out of these like kind of like when like presidential candidates are campaigning, they they yeah, live yeah. and they're. It's gonna be a lot like that. Like when you're working, you're gonna be more like freelance is gonna be huge. Most people would be freelance, and then the populations of cities will constantly be fluctuating throughout the seasons. As they move in and out of cities and they'll mainly be moving out on the outskirts, like on the coasts or on the outskirts of the city lines and everything like that. Like just really bizarre. Like I I highly recommend like I mean, I wish I had the article up here, but it's a cool read because like 10 years from now, you'll look back at the article and and see like what did they get right and what was wrong? What like what was way off, you know, like that kind of stuff. It's kind of fun. It's a fun read, but it was kind of scary for that. Yeah, I'll I'll share it to to, to you and you we can mention it later, but it, it, yeah. it's cool. It's a cool thing to kind of play around with, like trying to predict what will change. But one one thing that I do think will be the case is AI will have a huge impact on the social landscape of things. Yeah. So, yeah. And auto- automation. So, yeah, I don't know if you remember. Um, I think it was a few years ago now that uh, the I think it was a Facebook AI that kind of created its own language. <laughs> did you hear about that i i i don't know if it's the same story i remember though like they put two ai together and they created their own language that they were talking to each other that they had to shut it down because yeah, they yeah that's what the was one. being said yeah yeah because yeah. because they it, it improved because because language is is a inefficient way of communicating well, yeah. that they they just came up with with their own so they're like, oh well, better pull the plug on this. And the and, yeah, and they they got scared. It's like they're they're plotting against us. They're learning. <laughs> yeah, already. And who knows if it really got shut down? You know, that's what they said. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a that's a funny way to think about it too. Like they they put themselves in the wires of, you know, some some electrical circuit, and yeah, they're still continuing knows? to talk. You know, um, it reminded me of a TED talk I saw recently. I, I think by I want to say the name the so you can search for it. Sam Harris. Oh, yeah, I know. I know of Sam Harris. Yeah, he's talking about like, why are we not like we keep talking about that sci- sci-fi element of like, oh, well, we're going to create the, the robots and AI that will destroy us eventually. Mm-hmm. But we always look at that like that's a cool sci-fi story. And he's like, 
well, if, if we just follow logically that, no, this will likely happen, then yeah. why the hell are we looking at that like that's a cool, fun thing? Yeah. And not taking it like a serious, like, epide- like foreboding epidemic that will come at some point. Like, no, we should take this seriously. And yeah. he's, like, explaining the, the human nature of, like, why we do this to ourselves. Like, why are we bringing our own downfall or whatever and just kind of explores yeah. that. So it's, it's a cool TED Talk. It's kind of interesting. Did, um, did, it, did you ever see the movie I, Robot? Yes. That, yeah. yeah, that's that's exactly that that that's what they're so 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 that's that's one instance of like if we made androids and stuff, you know, and, and AI and all that stuff. But then also there's the the possibility like, oh, we don't even need to make it like where it's like an android thing that moves around. It's like yeah. like one thing that I always in, joke, lives inside your computer. Or yeah, your computer. Or... Like like we're we're always nervous about like oh the government like invading our homes and stuff like that doesn't mean they they need to bring a soldier in your home or, or you know something something yeah. it's like no they're they're companies and government are already in your homes you yeah. know like yeah. it, you have an iphone you have an ipad an alexa yeah yeah they're they're in your home we lost that war and we didn't even know we fought it yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so oh god sci-fi is fun but it's just it, it is interesting sam harris talking about it. it's like why are we like thinking that's fun when it's like our own like we're hurting ourselves yeah. <laughs> you know like, it's, it's kind of funny yeah. all right well next week's episode i'm not sure what what it's going to be about i do have to do a mid-year recap so that's that's on the docket for at least the next couple weeks uh i'm getting the new paper mario game the origami king so that'll be in the next couple weeks too uh, as I said, I would like to have Tito back to do a spoiler cast for The Last of Us Part 2. I don't know if that's going to be a full episode or if it'll be uh, tacked on to the end of an episode. Uh, probably depends on on what we have for ideas. And I don't want that to take too long, too, because, uh, Tito, I know you said it's it's you know still fairly fresh in your mind, but I, I don't want yeah, it to it might, Yeah, it might start to fade. And, and yeah. if anyone else has beaten it or whatever, I don't like who, who else have we had on the on the show there was uh, someone reefer i don't know if reefer reefer played it or not uh will will would probably know yeah um so yeah i mean if anyone else wants to join in that that discussion uh feel free to reach out these are always and fun to talk about yeah absolutely I... um so that's everything for this week's episode of the thumbstick athlete podcast uh that'll do it for episode 463 of the thumbstick athlete podcast i'm your host dan i'm tito thanks for listening and get out of my basement one, two, three.